Hi guys, on this show we're looking at Einhorn, Michaels, Vaughn, Bognine, McCarthy, Bleeth, Stone and Park. We're looking at 1998's Basketball. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts and I'm a little bitch. <laughs> and I'm the other host and I'm a bigger bitch. <laughs> the, the bitch is back. <laughs> uh, back I'm, I'm Mark and he's John. John, how are you? I'm alright buddy, I'm okay. Um, I'm off for a week this week so I'm just planning on drinking lots of booze. That's pretty much going to be my week. Playing Dead Space and watching the new James Bond. That's that's my plans. Okay. Well, you you you're living the life of L- Riley. Living loving the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Hope to go to Liverpool but I don't think I'll make it to be honest. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Well, you know you can always call in for a, a cup of uh, low low sugar iron brew on your way back. Exactly, uh, <laughs> some some amazing rolls and sausage for that wee uh, that wee uh, that wee greasy spoon beside you. <laughs> this has got very Carlisle niche, this, hasn't it? Uh, but yes, let's uh, let's let's stop our nonsense because we're not alone this week. Uh, we're being watched and joined and carried on with ooh la la uh, by a, a certain Mister Dean uh, Dean. Hi, how are you doing? All right, pig fuckers. I can't call you pig fuckers, can I? No, only only my closest friends can call me pig fucker. Swain, Swain, that's how I get called. Swain. Uh, Dean is the host of a very, very funny, uh, if not uh, extremely not safe for work podcast, that effing show. Uh, Dean, do you want to tell us a little bit about your, your you, your program, and all of that nonsense? All right. Um, I did have a pitch for this at some point, but I, I've lost it. Uh, part education, part conversational, part uh, entertainment, I guess you could call it. or Some people call it entertainment. Um, all bollocks. <laughs> we generally, or I generally think up a quiz and present it to the other hosts or the other guests or contributors. And then yeah, we, have, we, we lost one. <laughs> yeah, you lost one of the Battle of the Podcast episodes. Um, definitely going to start doing some of them when we get to season three of the show. Want to have you two back on there against the film vloggers or... Oh, yes. It, it would, it would be good in. to come back on when I'm not two bottles of wine into it. So, <laughs> which, uh, which is how that show ended. <laughs> you can find us over at totalcocktone.com. That's where all the links are for the social medias and stuff like that. Uh, Listen to the show, subscribe, like it. Try it. You might like it. Smash that like and subscribe button, as they all say. <laughs> do it. Yeah, do Smash it. No, it. do it. Because, yeah, it's a, it's a regular for me. Um, I kind of got about four and a half minutes into uh, this week's podcast uh, before I got a very long meandering phone call uh, while I was in the car the other day. So I still haven't gotten around to. Uh, to, to the full story on that one, but it sounds like you oh the psychopath test together. yes yeah. yes the psychopath uh, test we did very... and very good cliffhanger for season three because we are going on hiatus for a little bit so if you currently listen to it there's there's forty episodes you can get through fill your boots mm. yeah please do it's it's great and and that's and not just the episodes that me and John make <laughs> fools good, of ourselves on. Yeah, it was a, that was a fantastic Friday night. I loved that. I thought it was good. <laughs> it was a lot I really of fun. enjoyed it. 
Ah, uh, John, what are we talking about this week? So this week we're going for 1998's Basketball. Okay. Which I've not seen in a while, but when I watched it, I thought, oh, do you know what? This is, this is still quite funny. Timeless, except for some of the gay panic jokes. Uh, timeless. Yeah. So, Dean, yeah. thank you so much for bringing this one to us. Uh, 98, John, we've been to 98 before, I'm certain of it. We have indeed. So if anybody wants to see what films were going on in 1998, have a listen to our Wedding Singer podcast. We did it all in. Okay, fantastic. Lots of 80s music in that in that one. That was a, that was a lot of that. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Absolutely. That was good. Uh, you know the rules by now, listeners, unless you've never listened before, then you've no fucking clue what we're doing. Uh, we, uh, we've we all sat and watched the film. We've all made a list of things that we wanted to learn a little bit more about and done some research. We're going to walk through the film, or I'm going to walk us through the film, and uh, these two are going to jump in whenever they want. We will have some bits and pieces, facts, information behind the scenes, or just random thoughts that have come up. Are you, gentlemen, both ready to uh, start your uh, motors, as it were? Ready. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Scotland, ready! <laughs> Gladiator, ready! <laughs> nice. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, right, okay. So we open in Yankee Stadium. Uh, Reggie Jackson, this guy Reggie Jackson, who look, I, I I've, I've got a level with you before before we get properly started. I don't know a lot too much about American sports, right? My American sport is handball. I mean, sorry, football is American football. If if hand I have egg. to like any of them, yeah, hand egg, yes, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> and I am a I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, which means that uh, I uh, for about a week at the start of the season, I'm very positive. I'm certainly going to win the Super Bowl, and then for the rest of the season. Season, I, uh, I just shake my head and uh, am disappointed. <laughs> John, you don't like sports generally. You're not really a sports man, anyway, are you? Nah, I've not been brought up in Pollock. It just it wasn't it wasn't a thing. To be honest, it wasn't a thing. <laughs> Dean, Dean, what's your association with American sports? American sports. I, I tried getting into ice hockey for a bit a couple of years back. I like the idea of ice hockey because you know it's the only sport where fighting is part of the game. I know they're trying to sort of weed that out, but it is like you look at the history of it, it's like it's quite violent, it's quite fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really get very far with that because you can't really watch it anywhere. And the yeah. same thing happened yeah. a couple of years back. I tried getting into baseball because I was in Japan for a, a couple of weeks, and one night we just come back from the somewhere, had a couple of drinks, put on the TV, and Japan's playing career in baseball. Really got into it. It's really enjoyable to watch. You know, it's very slow. Mm-hmm. Very pace. You got a couple of drinks in you. It's great. I'm currently wearing my Hiroshima Carp baseball jersey. Oh wow! I did wonder what that was. Oh yeah. Hey, fantastic. <laughs> it's one of the best things I bought out there. Um, yeah, I try and support them, but same thing. You can't really watch it over here that no. easily. No. I, I, if you if if you are interested in getting into ice hockey, I do recommend going to a game because it is. Just as exciting when you're there. I used to go and watch Nottingham Panthers when I lived in the Midlands. Um, so I, 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 I guess we, we have a London team, don't we? Yeah, mm. I couldn't couldn't tell you what they're called anymore. Uh, all, all I all I know is that Nottingham Panthers are the Nottingham GMB Panthers. Back back talking about unionising again, John. Always with the unionising. <laughs> oh, union. Get the union involved. <laughs> we open up uh, Reggie Jackson. Uh, batting for the Yankees. Now, what I do know about baseball is that the Yankees suck, right? We have to hate the Yankees because it's the New York team. 
I assume. And I, I think they've bought their way to a lot of titles or something. I don't know. But we don't like the Yankees. That's that's it. Even though our podcast baseball team is a Yankees affiliate, isn't it, John? It really is, The yeah. Rail Riders are the, uh, <laughs> are the AA affiliate of the Yankees, which I wish I'd known before we'd picked them. But one well, day we'll get out. You live and learn. You live and learn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which is, which is the main thing about the main component about this uh, podcast. <laughs> <You live and learn. laughs> That's actually the tagline. Yeah, absolutely. It's the tagline of the new of our James Bond film. <laughs> so I've got a couple of facts. First of all, to start, okay, if you go want. For it, um, so the New York Yankees were originally named the New York Highlanders, but their oh, name really? was changed back in 1913 because nobody was using the Highlanders. I don't know why. <laughs> Reggie Jackson's nickname was Mr. October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get um, a bit about that later on, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I didn't know much about Reggie Jackson because as soon as I went and looked him up, I actually looked up a basketball player by mistake. And I got off all his tracks, so I'll, I'll give you my Reggie Jackson. So you're going to tell us about <laughs> Reginald Jackson the third? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. So I'll leave that to end the show. Okay. <laughs> See how that works out. For a uh, sportsist, they all look the same, don't they? Are <laughs> the same bloody names? <laughs> yeah, they've all got a ball involved of some some yeah, shape and description. That's how much I do not like sports. Actually, the only sport I, I won't grow up grew up watching Roller was snooker. Ball. No, not snooker. Oh, right, okay. Because because it was my dad was always hungover and didn't like noise, so of course it was nice and quiet. We just watched snooker. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a look into the seventies and eighties uh, really Scotland is. that uh, we expected, isn't it? That's when I'll tell you, become I'll... national sports. It's like darts, snooker, yep, yeah. yeah. anything quiet. Yeah. The average Joe's yeah. can play them. <laughs> barroom billiards, that kind of thing. Um, I, I can tell you a little bit about this Reggie Jackson, John, thankfully. Yes, uh, please. He played for Oakland, Baltimore, the Yankees, and the California Angels. There's 14 All-Star titles, um, which I think is another Smash Mouth song. We'll come to that later on. Uh, five World Series championships, three most valuable players it's a term I really don't like, the idea of somebody being of a value. Uh, he's four home run leaders. Uh, Yankees retired number 44 because of him, and for good reason. Unlike Birmingham City, who recently retired a shirt for a lad that had played a handful of games for them, because Birmingham City are a joke of a football club. He was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1993. Now... I'm going to read you this story verbatim as I uh, as as it was reported, because this this is just the the wording of this, the writing of this at the time. It's so early eighties. So Jackson was a victim of an attempted shooting in the early morning hours of June the first, nineteen eighty. A few hours after hitting the game-winning eleventh-inning home run at a, a home game against the Toronto Blue Jays, Jackson drove his vehicle to the singles bar he frequented in a posh neighbourhood of swinging pubs and night spots amid high-rise apartments in Manhattan's Upper East Side. While searching for a parking spot, he asked the driver of a vehicle that was blocking the way to move, and a passenger in the vehicle began yelling obscenities and racial slurs at Jackson before throwing a broken bottle at his car. After other passerbys recognised Jackson and began joking with him about apprehending them, one of the men in the car, 25-year-old Manhattan resident Angel Vieira, allegedly returned with a .38 calibre revolver, fired three shots at Jackson, each which missed. Vieira was criminally charged with attempted murder and legal possession of deadly weapon. News on the incident was the third ever story broadcast on CNN 
which had its inaugural broadcast later that day. I mean, that's, that's too much man. going on yeah. <laughs> in that. You know, if that was to happen to a sports start a day, I mean, that like you'd never hear the end of that, would you? No, it's it's three shots as well. <laughs> no, yeah, the guy luck. misses with three shots and a with a hand cannon. <laughs> um, so he's 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 firing these um these home runs. He's done two already. He goes for a third one. And these kids, these Coop and Rima kids, who I think look just like the adult Coop and Rima, they they there's some really good they've done well. Kids. Yeah, yeah, uh, well. and they they're cute enough kids. Um, he says, yeah, g- give us a give us a give us a third home run. He says, no, not not third one. He's already hit two, Coop. Uh, He he hits it. Uh, Coop catches the ball. Uh, Someday I'm going to become a big sports star, (laughs) says Coop. (laughs) Which is is something that I I was tweeting about earlier on in the week. Now, we then have this this chap, this narrator, talking about Uh, the... Yeah, the narrator is actually Stephen McHattie. All right. Who's an insanely prolific character actor. The last 50 years, he's starred in TV shows from like Starsky and Hutch, Kojak, Miami Vice, Beauty and the Beast, both the original Ron Perlman series and the newer one, which I didn't even know they did. It was like a couple of years back. Oh. Uh, Seinfeld, Quantum Leap, LA Law, The X-Files, Deep Space Nine, Walker, Texas Ranger and The Strain. Also been in a ton of films, yes. star ranging from Theodore Rex, the, the Whippy Goldberg Dinosaur Buddy Cop movie. <laughs> that sadly Beverly Hills Cop 3 uh, mm. 300 Watchmen History of Violence and uh, the Mother film which uh, was a Mother for, exclamation uh, mark Lawrence. yeah Mother <laughs> uh, Mother exclamation mark yeah. so if you want an idea for a podcast uh, I'd suggest this guy's career because he's got 215 credits on IMDB yeah, yeah. And, very know, voice. And do you know the worst the worst thing of this is dean is now i have an idea for a podcast <laughs> and my wife hates you <laughs> because i cannot do a third podcast i cannot oh, do jesus <laughs> he's actually the lead character in one of my favorite horror films which i mentioned on one of our shows recently we're doing our top five horror films and this was like one of the ones that almost made it uh, Ponty Paul, and it's based in a radio station. Oh, oh he's, that's, he's the radio that. DJ yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, right. that was yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I like that. One of the things lot. I didn't know he was doing the narration on this until this podcast, and I was doing all the facts for it, and I realised, oh, Stephen Mahatty. Uh, wow, right. okay. okay. That Ponty Pool was a slow burner, but it really I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think I would. I didn't think I would because I was into fast paced action zombie movies, but yeah. that was. Proper slow burner, enjoyed every minute. Yeah, and if you yeah, can't cool. find it online anywhere to watch or can't find the DVD to buy, uh, you can get the audio drama of the film on YouTube, which is oh, right. It was filmed and recorded at the same time, I believe, mm-hmm. and it was an okay. hour long audio play in the long lines of uh, Orson Welles broadcast. Oh, good. Oh, good. brilliant! Yeah, that is that's, that's right up my street. Okay, I'll be uh, I'll add I'll add that to the to, to the myriad of things that I'll be listening to in the car next week. <laughs> so, this whole thing is about how sport is on its ass in America, and and surely you would think nothing is 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 kind of is is more prescient now than that. So. It basically says that all they want to do is spend more time celebrating than they do the actual game. These uh, American football players are uh, are doing a, a a river dance celebration, which at the time would have been, you know, very kind of 
Oh yeah, with Vin- you know, but it was rage. massive at the time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But, but now, of course, um, less so. Riverdance premiered on the 9th of February, nineteen ninety-five, at the Point Theatre, Dublin. Uh, it was the interval act at nineteen ninety-four's Eurovision show. Um, it has been seen by over twenty-five million people. Big Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Michael Flatley's Jesus. made his money, hasn't he? Oh, he. Well, he was only in it for like a year. Yeah, but his ankles gave it or something, didn't he? It was because he's fat. Is it because he's <laughs> fat? He looks fat. I don't know. You, you're fat. You look, you look as if you should be fat, but you're not. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Fattley. with a Michael Fatley joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Fatley. Oh. <laughs> diddly, diddly. Right. Oh. <laughs> the, the, there's, there's loads going on. They're talking about um, there's this the stadiums with awful names so the kind oh, of the changes God, yeah. to the names one's like the preparation h stadium yeah. and one maxi is pads. max the maxi <laughs> tampon stadium uh, a Man, couple of stadiums the, the, the river dance thing do you know how much yeah. it's grossed worldwide i dread to think more than no 1 idea. billion dollars jesus I mean, is and that he's, any he's are insured for 57.6 million or were at that point Wow! A ridiculous amount of money. That's crazy. That's like that's crazy. Yeah, I think J Lo's ass was less. You know, <laughs> wasn't it? It was like only a million no, or something. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I say no more about asses. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about flatly, show. so why not? <laughs> <laughs> the 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 whole thing about river dances. Who is that for? Because I mean, John, you're you're you've got the Celtic connection, of course. You know, being a Scotsman, yeah, but it's not for that, you. That's not for us. No, no, it was. Um, I don't even know who that was for. It was a massive thing at the time, and it's not like line dancing, but it was a phrase where everybody could do it. You had to be really fast, so it was a really, yeah, it was. Oh, I don't know who's directed that. Certainly, nobody. Do you think that's why Valley. Colin Farrell's so good at line dancing? Because <laughs> famously, me. Colin Farrell <laughs> is a great line dancer. It's because he's Irish, right? It's got to be then, isn't it? It's because he grew up in Dublin and not on a fucking farm. <laughs> the line from uh, in Bruges, which is something <laughs> yeah. we have got to cover on yeah, this, really on this podcast. Yeah, really do. It's brilliant. Uh, some stadiums I looked up. Uh, Philadelphia is the Wells Fargo Centre, home of the Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia, I was going to say 69ers, that would be much better. Uh, the 76ers and the Philadelphia Wings. Uh, Nashville is the uh, Nissan Microstadium. So no, the Nissan Stadium. The Nissan Microstadium would be good though, wouldn't it? Uh, home of the Tennessee Titans of the NFL and the Tennessee State Tigers uh, of Tennessee State University, which is where Shaq made all his millions. Uh, Charlotte <laughs> is the Bank of America Stadium. Uh, they've also got the Jerry Richardson Stadium and the uh, the Trust Field Stadium. As well as the American Legion Memorial Stadium, those fucking poppies get everywhere, eh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the yeah, I, I mean, I was astounded by how every stadium, every single stadium, is named after something. Whereas, of course, in the UK, you've got a few stadiums have taken the opportunity to do that. But example down the road, we've got we've got Carlisle's Brunton Park, which you you wouldn't sponsor. I'm considering sponsoring it for the podcast. I think it's probably going to cost 10 quid. Uh, you know, you've, you've got Celtic and Rangers who will never do that in Glasgow, yeah. you know, but then you've got, uh, you, you've got things, 
you know, like Rotherham play at, at some, you know, some stupidly named stadium and, you know, people like Accrington Stanley who, who can't afford not to. But if you did that with Chelsea or Spurs or Man United, it would just be, you know, it's, it's sacrosanct, isn't it, really, almost because of those big clubs, although that doesn't stop Man City with the Etihad Stadium. I mean, they do it with um, Arsenal as well, wasn't it? That was high. Of course, the Arsenal's the Emirates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, look, as a as a Forest fan, no, I know, listeners, it's 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 a it's a it's a sham, as we say up here. <laughs> as a Forest fan, I don't think I've ever specifically purchased anything that sponsors Forest since it was Labatt's Lager in the nineties, uh, and I used to drink a lot of Labatt's Lager, but only because. Um, the, uh, the 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 beer that sponsored them before uh, no longer exists, or I guess neither does Labatt's. Uh, Preparation H, gentlemen, <laughs> it's an American brand of medication made by our good friends at Pfizer. That's the twice on the trot we've talked about Pfizer, isn't it, John? Yeah, that's the one I go. Pfizer. Yeah, did you? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're a Moderna household here. Oh, with all the posh- oh right, okay. We're oh, a- <laughs> you've got the bad one. <laughs> All the all the posh farmers in Penrith, we got ours. Um, it's used in the treatment of hemorrhoids, of course, and hemorrhoids are caused, in part at least, by inflamed blood vessels. And most versions of Preparation H work by reducing inflammation in blood vessels. Different formulas, uh, but in Greece, it includes 3% shark liver oil. Get some of that shark okay. liver oil in your anus, gentlemen, is, wow. the, uh, is the story there, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, preparation H is also good for healing tattoos, I've heard. All right. Okay. I'm not sure if it's fully safe to use on them, but when I had a friend who's like used had tattoos, he always used to get it. He had like full sleeves on. Always use preparation H for it. All right. Man, I just went straight to a panton. I'd, some, uh, I'd get yeah. to the time anyway, so yeah. I'd plenty of a panting line of it, so but, I was, but, was happy with that. But panting was what I put on mine when I got mine done many, oh, fucking 20 years ago. Yeah, because it, it was the thing that you were told to do. Yeah. So there's this football player, can't remember who he's signed for. He thinks he's at Miami, he's at Minnesota, he's played here, there and everywhere, which, as we would call it in, in the UK, is a journeyman pro, I think is the term that they use. And then they're talking about all the teams that have moved um, – the Jazz moved to Salt Lake City, where they don't allow music. There's a dig at the Mormons, which uh, if, if you have not seen the, uh, the the fantastic orgasmo listeners, I recommend that you uh, you go and watch that. Watch the watch the two oh, as a double Book of Mormon musical. Great, the Book yeah, of Mormon yeah, we good. we saw a few years ago in Sunderland and was fantastic. Saltale Casiti, we had such a good time. Way. Yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's something something like uh, uh, no worries, isn't it? It's like the Lion King or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Raiders moved from LA and then uh, moved to LA and then back to Oakland. No one in LA noticed. Now, <laughs> here's why that's so prescient because the Raiders have moved again because they did they did the LA thing uh, and it didn't work and they've moved again they are now the Las Vegas Raiders Jesus but don't <gasps> worry because in 20 years time they'll be the Space Raiders I was going to say that they're going to move into the International <laughs> Space Station <laughs> <laughs> British crisp chat <laughs> great yeah so basically they they've decided you know that the, the whole story is that we need a a sport that people can 
get involved in, you know, that, that sport truly is in the hearts and minds of people who love sport and that one day we'll kind of get back to that. Uh, we now meet adult Coop and adult Rima and adult Coop's saying, bearing in mind earlier on, he'd said, someday I'm going to be a big sports star. What's he saying now? I'm going to own a big sports bar. I'm going to own a big sports bar, which is a dream of a lot of people. It's not something I'm particularly into because I think the pub is dead, if I'm honest. But should we want to own a big sports bar, gentlemen? I did a little bit of looking into this. If we want to own one in the EU, which I think we technically still can, I think we can kind of do it, but we have to jump through some hoops now. I don't know what's happening in Bala Medinas in Spain, right? But I can tell you they are giving sports bars away. I assume it's something to do with a pandemic and Brexit, right? Uh, 15,000 euro for a sports bar, uh, 6,950 euro for a non-sports bar. I mean, that's just fucking pennies. Yeah. If we wanted a sports bar in uh, Torfan in Gwent, North Wales, which looks like the Phoenix Club, I found it on there. Um, <laughs> it's too, it probably is an old, old working men's club. Uh, £295,000 uh, for that. Uh, a London cocktail bar somewhere in North London. Uh, £575,000. Meanwhile, in the US, if you want one, the presumptuously named Fantastic Sports Bar and Lounge in Westchester, New New York State, is $195,000. An Irish pub and grill in Midtown Manhattan will run you $1.15 million redos. The North London one isn't that bad, considering North London. I thought it would be pyre. Yeah, well, you you would, and uh, I was looking at the the, t- the turnover was huge as well. Yeah, and uh, we have a uh, coop here. He's watering the plants. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so apparently, you can use urine to water plants, but not oh, right. fresh okay. body waste like in the movie. So urine is rich in things that have uh, been used for generations to help plants grow. Um, but occasionally, they also include DNA from bacteria, which includes genes for antibiotic resistance. Oh, so if you piss on crops you could get crops that are, uh, give you antibiotic resistance which is a considered a greater threat to humanity than the climate crisis all right wow so this bacteria will die out pretty quickly however so you have to actually store it for a bit before using on plants or there's certain systems you can use to fertilize uh, plants um, at the moment where um our household is quite eco-friendly mm-hmm. we're um getting cat litter from a company called Natchasam, which essentially gives us a delivery of litter every month, and every month they pick up the waste from the cats. So every time the cats poop and piss everywhere, we put it into a bag and we send it back to them in the month. And they transfer that into fertilizer. I have written that down, because that sounds like something we need to do with Mm -hmm. uh, CR. All the eco-friendly people out there with cats matchesand.co.uk fantastic there you go not not sponsoring the podcast but uh, should <laughs> probably sponsor Dean's podcast yeah great um, so yeah that is not something I expected to learn uh, but that's what this podcast's about so I, I love it so they're at Brittany's house uh, they, they, they walk in it's like a Dockers commercial in here <laughs> uh, everybody I've just written everybody's a waspy arsehole <laughs> <laughs> um, Brittany, I didn't think you'd show up. Uh, well, look, we wouldn't miss this. No, no, I didn't think you'd show up because I didn't invite you. 
<laughs> oh, this place sucks. Oh, what, what are you, what are you, yeah. everyone's kind of doing all sorts of different things. What, what are you doing? Uh, are, you, are you still sitting at home playing, playing Nintendo? Well, no, I'm in the first year of medical school. <laughs> what are you doing? Still at home playing Nintendo? Cock. <laughs> as well as a bit of Docker commercial, it's also an advertisement for Cause Beer. Oh, it absolutely was, yeah. And there's a little bit later on where a guy's handing out Coors beers in the uh, the stadium. Uh, So there was... uh, Sponsors of the Fuck My Work Life podcast, Coors Beer. Yeah, uh, (laughs) uh, Jay Jay will be delighted. Uh, Give me some of that Mountain Man beer. (laughs) I'm sorry. The brewing company was a Coors Brewing Company founded in 1873. That's 148 years, and they've yet to still figure out how to make a beer. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's a burn. That's a burn. Got a point, though. It's shade. <laughs> as a as a man that's not drinking beer at the minute, Dean, you could you could have as many cores as you want <laughs> because it's just fucking. What what was the line I used? Piss wash. Right, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which Kate says to me all the time. <laughs> uh, uh, was this party you know, also uh, an advertisement for chinos? Because nearly everybody was wearing chinos, and that that's that's the Dockers thing. That's but the that, it took me a while because I, I, I thought chinos and khakis were the same because they mentioned that about right. khakis. Yeah, yeah. So I actually had to look it up, but there's hardly any difference apart from the thickness of the material. All right. And obviously, okay. khakis have got pockets, but mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh my God. For years, I thought I was wearing chinos and I thought they were khakis. <laughs> <laughs> I, had no, I had no idea what I was wearing. Chino wank. Khakis were like just the colour. <laughs> Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, it's just, I think when I was looking at it through it, the majority was saying it was more about the thickness of the weave or the, the, the actual <sighs> thickness okay. of the material. So, yeah, they're yeah. more How like wrong a, we? they're more like I assume what you what you'd wear to, I don't know, in in the armed forces or to go adventuring, perhaps. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, the khaki. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I schooled myself on the difference between chinos and khakis there. Okay, uh, and we all now know that's great. Yes. Uh, they they go to Britney's. Let's go to Britney's room. <laughs> they go to the room oh, and he's God. sniffing his pants, uh, sniffing her pants. Um, and, and Rima goes, "Oh look, it's Britney's vibrator." I am so jealous of you. Looking <laughs> it, yeah. What are you doing in my mom's room? <laughs> he's kind of like, eh, eh. Uh, and they, the, the, the pants are huge. You know, real Bella Emberg kind of joke. Um, they head outside and they start shooting shooting basketball. You know, or yeah, we're, we're really good at basketball as long as we don't have to run or dribble or anything like that. <laughs> so you're good at shooting hoops. So they bet these jocks. These jocks are like, yeah, we'll bet you $20. Rima's like, make it 50 Dude, we've got $50. We've got $20. <laughs> um, but he says, we won't do what you guys do. You know, this kind of the hood. We're going to do the hood game that we know. Um, and it's baseball rules. So baseball rules is, you know, you've got a place that you shoot from and it's a single. So it's yeah. a, a more difficult shot the further away you go. Is that where yeah, they mentioned I horse? Is that where horse comes from? You mentioned horse. Mentioned yeah, so horse, the only the only thing I know of horse, right, I didn't know it was a thing. So if you miss a shot, you get a letter. And if you get the full yes. word horse, then that's when, you, that's when you're out as it is. The only yeah, thing so I know horse from mm-hmm. is from... Those Tony Hawks games, you know the Tony Hawks Pro Skater games, and you didn't yeah. know what I was talking about here. You, there was a there was a bit of that where you had to do a various, you had to do a better trick than the person you were playing, and if you oh. didn't, if you didn't get more points mm-hmm. in thirty seconds than the person before, or, do, or, or hit the trick, you would get a letter, and that was horse, and that's the only thing I knew it from. Right? Yeah. Okay. 
Re- reference for um, in 2009, it has um, uh, the NBA actually sanctioned a horse competition. Okay. It was similar to the film, and that was renamed because of a sponsor. So instead of horse, it was called the NBA All Star Geico Competition, and you had to get G E I C O instead of H O R I C. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. It lasted two years because it's boring. I'm guessing. Stupid. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Just free throws. Yeah. It was like your seven and seven buy in it. You need to get seventy one, or in that case, you <laughs> right. need to get five. Yeah. Five. Yeah. It's like having a tournament with the FA with just a penalty shootout. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. yeah no, you're all right. Um, so they basically this this school they school these guys. Um, that uh, Coop spits beer at one of them. He's like, oh, you can't do that. He said, no, it's allowed. It's a psych out. Um, and they win. Um, but the jocks get the girls. Why do we get that? It's the jobs. First you get the jobs, then you get the khakis, and then you get the chicks. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, nice that Starface reference. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, it's it, it's a it's a day later, and they're playing in the driveway. Uh, and the psych out in this case is Steve Perry. Steve Perry. And I was kind of, why is that? Why is why is the lead singer of Journey a psych out? I couldn't quite figure that out. Do, do any of us know anything about Steve Perry? That is he such a dick? That no enough to psych anybody or is out. He unattractive or what? I don't know because he sings one of the songs later on, doesn't it? I think it's just the tone of his voice is kind of right. Okay, I, I've, I've no idea. I know me and my friend used to play um, Paul, and we used to do psych outs as well. And the kind of thing was like just saying Steve Perry <laughs> as we were about to take the shot, and it always put everyone off. <laughs> well, we Steve we look. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. We learned Steve a lot Perry. about Journey in our um, in our current episode of Everything We Learned from the Simpsons, where me and Tom are talking about uh, the episode Viva Ned Flanders, which you can get uh, elsewhere. Just look. That's that a up. good episode. So I we like learned that. a little bit about that. Uh, I used the... to use um, Journey's "Don't Be uh, Be Good to Yourself" mm. song as my interest music in wrestling. Oh, did you really? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really big uplifting song, and every time yeah, I hear it, I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm gonna do me, do me entrance now." It's like, "Yeah, psyched up." Crazy but now. my question, my question to you is, Dean: our journey, crap rock or wuss rock? Oh man, um, <laughs> they're definitely on the cheese scale. Yeah, it's very high yeah. up on that because of everyone loves "Don't Stop Believing," which is oh yeah, it was good. It's just it's well overplayed now. It really yes, is. absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, I know we... someone who had it as their um the, when they were getting married when they were coming down the aisle they played that oh, song. I was like, that's a journey. Jesus. So you did know them. You don't anymore. <laughs> you disassociated <laughs> yourself from that person. Oh man. Um. Well, put it this way, it was part of the TV show. Um. Don't tell the bride. Oh, oh yeah. really? Jesus. Right. Um, okay. If you yeah. ever watched that, there was a show where they did a wrestling wedding. Mm-hmm. And it was that wedding. I don't think they played it because obviously copyright reasons, mm-hmm. but it was that, that wedding. Was song. Okay. I think the wedding lasted about nine months. Jesus. Right, wow. <laughs> did, did they stop believing? <laughs> <laughs> they told them not to stop believing. That's the worst what? part about it. <laughs> Why did you know hold on to the feeling? <laughs> <laughs> so so they're, they're, they're shooting and this, this guy turns up, this, this squeak, right? <laughs> he's here to shut off the gas right and I, I, this little tiny scrawny actor gets mauled by the dog i loved this character and i thought this character was is basically just the butt of all the the, the shitty things that happen to anybody yeah yeah the uh, trey parker and match don't had to fight to to get him a, a leading part they only wanted to 
leads in the comedy, um, obviously giving him an extra All part right. in it would. But okay. they, they fought to get him an actual part in the movie. He's brilliant as um, Choda Boy in Orgasmo. <laughs> you love that Orgasmo, didn't you? I do love that. Have you seen it, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a yeah, bit yeah. of a while I've, I've got it on DVD, actually. I might have to break out the DVD. I don't want to do hamster style anymore. I That's knew nice. you wouldn't want to do hamster style anymore. <laughs> but I can't believe it's taken until now for you to tell us the story of how you don't want to do hamster style anymore. <laughs> I do want to get the special edition DVD of that because apparently they do a commentary, uh, Matt and Trey, and they do it completely drunk. Oh, right. Wow. And so it's just like... them slagging the movie off, kind of jokingly. Okay. Pod, pod, like, podcast before podcasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah before podcasts were a thing. Yeah, I absolutely love these guys, by the way. I can't believe I haven't had the opportunity to say it. I think they were robbed uh, of best song uh, for the South Park. Um, I blame Canada. Uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. It's a great, it's a great film. The music is exceptional. The writing is brilliant. It's I, I don't really watch South Park anymore. I can't really watch the early stuff because it's it's not great. But I can't watch any of the new stuff because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm absolutely <laughs> yeah, no idea what's, what is going on with the new stuff. I think the last <laughs> time I watched it, it was Trump, possibly. Crooked Hillary. Yeah, you you do need to know what's going on in the current world, and I I yeah. don't know half the things they're talking about. Sometimes it's like, no. Uh, it's... no. Last time I watched it, Chef was in it. <laughs> <laughs> You're ignorant. You're ignorant. Ride the train. Ride the train. That's still my utter favorite uh, favorite episode. That and uh, you, you've you've been to you've been to Japan, Dean, as you said earlier on. So you're mm. a big fan of um, whale and dolphin, uh, aren't you? <laughs> I saw whale and dolphin. Fuck are you, whale? Fuck are you, dolphin? Excellent. Yeah, I think about fuck you, whale. Fuck you, dolphin. Weekly, and I haven't seen the episode in so long, but I I think about that all the time uh <laughs> i mean it makes sense so this this character is shutting off the gas he isn't gets mauled by the the dog and they say look take a shot and if you if you get the shot uh then we'll we'll, we'll let you shut off shut off the gas uh he takes a shot and he misses of course uh three months later um it, it's gained a crowd and it's basically this this kind of neighborhood game there's people sat kind of on the garden and, and, and in the yard, watching them play it. Uh, Squeak's part of the team, and uh, the uh, one of the one of the lines is uh, my absolute favourite of the psychouts. I hear your sister's going out with Squeak. <laughs> I know I'm not going out with his sister. Uh, no, we've got to say fucked up stuff to make him miss a shot. Well, why is me going out with his sister fucked up? Uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's your favourite of the psychouts, boys? Because there's plenty coming. Oh, I just, I just, I was a sucker for the nipple squirt. Oh, right, okay, got milk. Yeah, got milk. I like the one with the plate spinning small people. I'm so glad you said that because that's like the last ever psych out, isn't it? And it's, it's, it's really good. Just the, the, or the mime one. Uh, the mime one's creepy. Yeah, I, I like, of course, I like the 
where he's got his finger up and he cuts his finger off. It's, it's so much yeah. fun. It's like a fucking Fulci movie. <laughs> I really like that. All these bloody awful There's one where he makes a face as well with all these wee tentacles coming out the side. Oh, it's the from Beetlejuice face. Beetlejuice yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Probably. They're all good. They're all good to an extent. Uh, that and, and uh, Squeak putting on all the masks in one of the montages and only when he takes the mask off and they see his real face to scare them. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot of fun. Um, Squeak gets sacked and they move him in with them. Uh, it's like, you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times and I'm out of here. <laughs> we skip to the final. It's being watched by... Uh, there's a big crowd. There's local TV news. Um, and they win the World Championship of Basketball, which is like two neighbourhoods, isn't it? It's yeah, they got the shirts and skins team, which is a traditional method of denoting teams in school games. Yeah. Uh, this practice, not too sure it's promoted these days with like girls and boys teams and mm. and teachers being nonces. <laughs> <laughs> teachers are all nonces. What did you, what did you learn tonight? I'm going to go downstairs. Go, what did you learn tonight? Teachers are all nonces. Teachers are all nonces, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had my suspicions. Yeah. <laughs> so in this scene, you got um, oh, there's an, I know it's an extra in this scene because I've seen this film so many times, but it's, like, I've been watching it so much like, this last couple of weeks and going back and watching bits here and there to get notes. There's a scene where Coop's about to shoot and there's an extra just behind him right. who looks like he doesn't know how to clap. Oh right, you can't, didn't... You can't make sounds in in on like extras and background yeah. actors. And he's got like a clear three inches of air between his hands. He's like doing this. <laughs> and at some point he look, stops, looks down at his hands and starts doing it again. <laughs> and it's one of those things where like, that looks really awkward. I'm not going to be able to unsee that now. He's like second to the right, uh, second to the left of, yeah, second to the left of the guy when he's shooting. And also right, okay. you've got the commentators in this game. Um, yeah. One of them, the guy who announces that the shirts win the game is Kato Kalin. Right. I don't know if you know who that is. No, I I'm don't. Sure anyone who's into true crime will have their ears brick up at that name. He's the most famous lodger in Hollywood history, as he was living with O.J. Simpson in his pool house when O.J. totally didn't oh. kill Nicole Brown Simpson. Wow. Uh, That's was the, He was a prosecution star witness, and his testimony went against O.J.'s completely. And he actually went out for burgers with O.J. right before he didn't do the thing he totally did do. <laughs> <laughs> well, this obviously you... links in with the Zucker's previous films with OJ Simpson. I don't yeah. know if it's linked in some sort of way because that was oh, a couple of years before. Yeah, I mean that that's great fact, but not only that, it, it's it's super kind of like twisty, isn't it? You know, that's really kind of yeah. maybe the gloves were him, his. <laughs> maybe that's why the glove didn't fit, and that's why they had to acquit. You know, maybe that's what it was. Is that the second week on the trot we've mentioned that OJ Simpson case as well, John? <laughs> Jesus, and, it, Dean, and Dean, that that episode isn't live, so you couldn't have known that we were talking about that. I um, know. But yeah, absolutely. it's always on people's minds. <laughs> oh no, it's absolutely on people's minds. And again, I know I said this last week, and, and, and I'm not sorry to echo myself. Go away and watch that show, the OJ, the People versus OJ Simpson. I think it's still on Netflix. Dean, if you haven't seen it, watch it. I know John hasn't seen it because he's got a week off, so he's going to watch it this week, aren't you, John? Get it watched. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. David Swimmer, Cardassian. Who, who, who's in it again? David Swimmer's in it. OJ Simpson's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan also, Lane, was... for God's sake. Jesus. Nathan Lane. My when I was looking this up, I actually saw. This isn't a fact, it's more of a rumour. But um, apparently Liam Neeson has been approached by Seth MacFarlane about reprising the Naked Gun franchise. 
Fuck off. Get out. Jesus. uh, This year, actually. It's 2021. Wait, Liam Neeson as Frank Drebin? Yeah. I mean, he's gone like full circle of his career where he went like serious actor Mm -hmm. to random action star to like overplayed action star. he's, He's like Bruce Willis at this point where he's just doing any old crap with action in it. So him becoming a comedy actor, I buy. There's an See, episode well, of... Is that, do you know start off in comedy? I'm sure one of the first things I saw him was High Spirits. We talk about right? High Spirits all the time, John, and I don't know why it's not been an episode yet. <laughs> with Peter O'Toole. Is a, yeah, he's a great, great, funny... He's a funny Steve Guttenberg film. I said it. Fine. I said it. Okay. Did you just say that? <laughs> yes, I said it. It's a Steve Gutt- funny Steve Guttenberg film. That, and I, that, that first Police Academy movie is great. I don't care who knows it. <laughs> They're all good Jesus. apart from Mission to Moscow. Oh, uh, Miami Beach is pretty shit. <laughs> but that's good. No, that's good that we're in the same place. Jesus, what even is this? We're not. We're not even. We're not even into the fucking movie yet. <laughs> we're, we're not even into the like today. <laughs> oh well, sleeps 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 sleep for the week. Yeah, well, it could could well be. The shirts win. The skins do not. Uh, here comes Ted Denslow. Uh, you love Ted Denslow, John. Who is it? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Cabby. It's Cabby yeah, face. Get from New York. Ernest, uh, Ernest, Ernest Borgstein. Borgnine. Borgstein. It's just somebody's... Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the, the anti-Semitic uh, podcast that you've always wanted. <laughs> I've, I've written Borgnine on it. Well, I've written Borgnine, but it's, seen, it's translated to Borgstein. <laughs> <laughs> right, <Bloody>. okay. <laughs> Uh, double Oscar winner, of course, uh, Ernest Borgnine. What you probably don't know about Ernest, and, and actually we can't talk too much about him because we, we know he, he lived he lived quite as old as he did because he liked wanking, as we learned yeah, in the uh, Escape from New York show. But he had a video documentary film about driving a uh, uh, called Ernest Borgnine on the bus. I'll get all the birds on my bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, 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 <laughs> not like Ernest Borgnine on the buses, where he he drove um, a bus across the United States to meet his fans. You wow. can get it; it's on the internet somewhere. I, I couldn't find it for free, but I assume I'd be able to find it somewhere on the internet. Yeah, forty-five minute documentary. Like something you find on Pornhub. It... <laughs> 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 excuse, excuse, excuse me, Ernest Borgnine. Could you give me a lift to uh, <laughs> to the station? <laughs> and, you, and you get, darling. You don't look like a bus driver. Uh, <laughs> you look, you look like a cabbie. <laughs> yeah, or a helicopter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I've got uh, one of the things on our show is we do. Are you a dead? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a game where we sort of. I give some information about an actor and people have to say when they died and how they died. Yep. So I'm going to do a little mini game. Mm. When did Ernest Borgnine die? Which year? Oh, oh God. I, oh, oh, Jesus, Dean, why are you putting me on the spot on my own fucking podcast? <laughs> Jesus. Is, uh, when did Ernest Borgnine die? 2010. Um, uh, uh, is incorrect. 2017 ah, is incorrect. It was 2012. Oh, right. Oh. And how did year. he die? You got hit by a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> he, by um, wolf. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he failed. He failed miserably at the triple jump in the uh, Olympics in London Olympics. <laughs> no, uh, I assume he just died of old age. 
kidney failure. Right, okay. His kidneys died of old age. Well, yeah. Yeah. So if they'd have got a transplant, though, he'd have been pissing like a champion, as we find out later on in the, book, in, in the movie, uh, which we will eventually get to. <laughs> Fucking hell. So we scored nothing there, Dean, is what you're saying. So we didn't add anything. Nothing. Any, no. Anything. That's a, that's, a, that's a fucking... No score draw. That's, that's a chip. if ever there was a thing. Right, okay. So <laughs> he says, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I want to make basketball an actual thing he said you he said the problem is you kids with your dan fogelberg your zima and your pac-man video games you've got attention spans that are measured in milliseconds rather than uh, minutes of course you know me i like to learn a little bit about uh, whatever nonsense is just just mentioned in a, in a thing zima is a drink zima clear malt Clear, lightly carbonated alcoholic beverage made and distributed by, would you believe, the Coors Brewing Company. (laughs) (laughs) Zero that or Pfizer, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Introduced in 1993, marketed as an alternative to beer, an example of what is now often referred to as a cooler. Steve McQueen's a big fan. Um, 4.7 to 5.4% alcohol by volume, produced in the United States, uh, ceased in October 2008, but it's still marketed in Japan. And Zima means winter in in a number of Slavic languages. I do like a cooler in Japan, actually. Oh, do they really? Right, okay. Yeah. There's, um, I think Strong Zeros are, are coolers, and apparently they're the ones that people drink. It doesn't taste like alcohol, but they're like 10% in and like giant cans, so you just sort of hammer them back and they absolutely kill people. Right, okay. I think there's some term they use for it. It's a gaijin killer. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, essentially people go over there, drink them, and they don't realise how drunk they are until they've drunk like three or four of them and they're just staggering around the place. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I like a, I like a, 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 a strong beer, or like an IPA, or or something like that. I'm drinking a um, Thornbridge Hook Imperial IPA at the moment, seven point four percent. I'll know when I've drunk that. I will certainly. Know. <laughs> yeah, the podcast will know when I've drunk that. Um, <laughs> Pac Man. God, I can't believe we're talking about Pac Man as if three men of our age and our uh, uh, our just just general demeanour don't know everything that there is to know about that fucking little yellow bastard Um, uh, published and developed and owned by Bandai Namco, formerly Namco Um, Midway have created them, Atari of course we we know as probably the big one Mass Media Mm -hmm. Inc. The first entry was released in arcades in 1980 Uh, Pac-Man is one of the longest running best selling and highest grossing video game franchises in history, just behind Dizzy, I assume. Uh, no, oh god, yeah, or no. Chucky Egg. <laughs> it's seemed... Willy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Horace goes skiing. Uh, it's <laughs> seen regular releases over the last forty years. Uh, sold nearly forty-eight million copies across all platforms and has grossed fourteen billion dollars, most of which was from the original video game. Although I think Jesus. recently I played. I think it was Pac-Man Infinite or something, or, or, or no, Pac-Man 99 on the Switch, right. which was free, which was basically Tetris 99, but with you doing Pac-Man, and when you got killed, you were out, and if you didn't get killed, you and 98 people get killed before you, you, you yeah, fuck off. 
Oh I yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen that an online thing. Yeah, and Tessa's ninety nine. I'm one hundred percent behind. It's brilliant. Yeah, because once I finished fourth, uh, like the <laughs> fucking loser I am. Yeah, Pac Man, of uh, originally called Puck Man. Yes, well, yes, but they changed the name because yeah. of the graffiti opportunists. That's things we learned from Scott Pilgrim, the film. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Future episode, which I'm specifically laying off watching again. I I've got a, a steelbook Blu-ray somewhere on the shelf, but I'm specifically not watching it again until we do an episode because I just I, I want to come into it clean Fresh. as it, yeah, as it yeah. were. Uh, yeah. What a, Before you start uh, hating the movie because you've had to watch it so much. Well, <laughs> that's every, every yeah. If you if you want to look back through our back catalogue, every film that we've watched, uh, save for probably Airplane, mm-hmm. I hate because I've seen Airplane for to, to link back to this movie. Same same director, of course. I've seen Airplane the same number of times, if not more than years I've been on this earth. So I've seen Airplane probably 45, 50 times, and I'm only 42 years old. So there you go. That's uh, uh, And uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which we will come to oh, at yeah. some point uh, <laughs> eventually tonight. <laughs> um, he wants it to be like the old days. No moving teams, no... Uh, teams moving cities he wants everyone to be paid the same uh just like when i was a kid and i want them all to be treated like indentured servants <laughs> which is like wow <laughs> so they agree they do it and five years later um we're in this little stadium and i think these stadium sets are really kind of they're, they're cute little sets they, it looks really good it's got like this 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 baseball kind of diamond on the ground, yeah, and and they've all got this garage uh, with this garage kind <laughs> yeah, of right. facade. What looks like a facade, anyway, as we mm. learn later on when Coop goes flying through, through one through of them. There's, lo- there's like <laughs> a garage behind it. <laughs> yeah, so that's where they pick up storage. <laughs> Lincoln, yeah. you miss it. I yeah. thought that was quite funny. Actually, I liked that a lot. <laughs> um, the, the house band. Did anybody spot the house band for the beers? Oh, real big fish. Real Big Fish. I have seen Real Big Fish probably more times than I've seen any other band. <laughs> I have seen Real Big Fish maybe five or six times. Uh, and and I, I've got to be honest, I have never seen the same lineup twice. <laughs> In fact, now I think there's only one of them left. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did do like a little mini bio about them, but I'm guessing you know all about them anyway. But well, yeah, I, they... our listeners don't, so go for it. So there's a big ska punk revival in the mid '90s, so they got pretty big off that. Uh, they lacked a Gwen Stefani bleed though, so they didn't. They kind of got a kind of popular, but not really big because they needed like a big front person, charismatic or you know really good looking to sort of step over being ska punk to popular culture. Uh, their albums uh, actually tell a story as they go through them from uh, the first one was Everything Sucks, which was a self-released debut to turn the radio off. They were telling a story of the band trying to make it and conforming to the style of popular culture. <coughs> and the biggest hit off that album is called Sellout, mm-hmm. which they consider they actually did to get to the album release itself um, and the label contract. Yeah. Uh, then they had Why Do They Rock So Hard? This is the album they released uh, when in the film. This is about how they made it. Uh, during the tour of the album, two members of the band leave, one of them after committing battery on a security guard at the venue. Oh, he was Ooh, right. oh you'll hate him specifically then. <laughs> <laughs> no, we deserve it. Especially <laughs> gig security. Uh, then they hit the area where they're fed up with what they're doing and release Cheer Up, which was a contractual release. 
and they made uh, which they had to make and then followed that with we're not happy until you're happy which is their bitter and angry album mm-hmm. which they released after being let go from the label themselves so yeah they tell a story throughout that albums but it's all bouncy scar punk anyway yeah yeah no and, and i i own each and every one of those albums uh on on, <laughs> on cd because you know the 90s and 2000s um, yeah uh released a few albums after that mostly featuring covers which they do one in this film, which is a great cover. That's a fantastic and cover. There's only one original remaining member, and that is the frontman, Aaron Barrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's eaten all the rest of them, I think. That's how that works. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, um, the but it was weird because they always had kind of like, <laughs> there's always a bigger fish, John. Uh, it's weird because there's <laughs> there's two frontmen, isn't it? You know, they, they always kind mm. of had the, you know, the, 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 the two frontmen, depending on the song. But yeah, I, I, you've got me thinking about Cheer Up, which is a He's a really fucking awful, like doldrum kind of album that ends with, oh wow, I just want to go and listen to Real Big Fish now. Which it is a Saturday night, so why not? It is a Saturday night, and I am only forty-two years old, so why not? Indeed. <laughs> they've also got these these fantastic, um, and look, I, I'm going to level with you. They've got these absolutely superb cheerleaders, these overly sexualized cheerleaders. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's it's hard to believe that the, the, the commentators are saying it's hard to believe five years ago this was only played in driveways and it's hard to believe that five years ago those girls were in grade school <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just look so yeah, like what? because the eldest the oldest you can be in grade school gentlemen <laughs> is 14 years old <laughs> they're, they're, we're, we're back to nonce teachers it's what we're back to um <laughs> Nancy announcers. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, there's plenty of them, isn't there? Uh, and not just on the BBC. Uh, God, I wish I was on the BBC gravy train. Anyway, um, Coop hits a home run, and it's down to Squeak to hit one. So Squeak's watching watching everything, even though it's this tiny little court that they do TV. this on, but he's watching it on this handheld TV. And the one thing I thought about this, and, and I know... Dean, you, you, you're a bit of a retro gamer, as as, as it were. Um, mm. All I could think was, does anybody remember the Game Gear TV? Which was the yeah. little thing that you plugged into the, the top of your Game Gear, because my sister had a Game Gear, uh, thing that you plugged into the top of your Game Gear, which had a, a, a little dial on it where you scrolled through to get your TV channel. And it also had a massive aerial that you put up, like a fucking police scanner. I had a handheld TV anyway, so I didn't Of course you fucking did. Yeah. What? Where <laughs> did you steal that All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Is that because you hate your man, car? You get, you get a mate of a mountain bike for 30 quid back in the day. <laughs> so what was your model of handheld TV, John? It was, oh, it was, was it Alba? Alba. Jessica, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like that, it could have been that actually. Either that or the usual techniques. Techniques, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. So yeah. the model of TV he's watching, the mm-hmm. mini TV, the bright yellow one, is a VTG Action Sport Vision with a 3.2 inch screen. 3.2 inches, man. Squint, point, squint away, pure boy. pleasure. Pure pleasure, right there. <laughs> squint away. I did recently put the batteries in my uh, in my Game Boy Color, uh, so I could play Monkey Puncher after featuring on uh, What the Fuck Do You Want? Because they were talking about Monkey Puncher in an episode. Um, I've got a copy of Monkey Puncher, and I've put the batteries in, and I lasted probably about 20 minutes before I had to give up with a headache. Yeah, <laughs> That screen is just far too small. So small. It is yeah. far too small. It wasn't the backlit one either. 
no, easier no, no, to no. play with. No, it was the yeah, just the just the standard one, which I remember playing in the back of the car on the way home from a visit to family. And when it gets dark, you know, you can only play it when you know five second, well, two second intervals when you go past a streetlight. You know? <laughs> yeah. So this is the Denslow Cup, which is named after Ernest Borgnine's character. It's like the FA Cup final, of course, or the World Series. Um, Coop's got the final shot. Uh, Denslow, the, the, the guy psychs him out by saying, uh, looks like your boy Denslow's about to buy the farm. He's choking on this hot dog. <laughs> Coop, <laughs> Coop sees, falls, drops over. Um, they lose. He's like, oh, I can't believe we lose. Do the happy dance. And, uh, and it just brought everything swimming back. The amount of times I would say to myself when I was pissed off, do the happy dance. Doing the happy dance. <laughs> do, the, do the song as well. Don't have to do the song. Do the song. Doing the happy dance. Doing the happy dance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Coop tries to help Denslow, um, <laughs> but it's dozen egg night. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we do in American sports. We have stupid things to do. So we can't get to Denslow because he's been he's been hit with all this slow motion. Looks Edge, like a yeah. kind of a, a thing out of an a, a, you know, like an American war movie. He's being hit by all these the, these eggs, and he and he can't get to him. Now I couldn't help but look up all of the, the stupid fucking ideas that American sports teams do to get people through. Right, so I came up with a couple. The Seattle Mariners apparently had a compost night, right, <laughs> where if you arrived for the game, they would send you home with a bag of compostable material. Now the compostable material was. All the cigarette butts and broken down hot dogs and all that shit that that was underneath the bleachers. So that didn't go very well. Uh, This one's brilliant. The Charleston Viva Dogs, the nobody night. Apparently they thought it'd be a great idea and get the team some headlines if they had an official attendance of zero for one of their games, which is why they called it the nobody night. Fans who had already paid for their ticket were locked out of the game and no one was allowed to enter the stadium until the fifth inning. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> because that's when the game's declared official and the attendance is recorded. Uh, they, they, they lost 5-2 and all of the runs were seen in the first five innings. <laughs> First four innings. I mean, fuck off. American sports, just go home. You've drunk 20 coors and you can still probably drive, or even if you can't, you probably will because America. He gets to Denslow. <laughs> Denslow's basically dying and he's like, What is it? And he's, he's waving the the hot dog bun hot in his dog. face. I'd love to get you one, but they stopped serving them after the after the seventh, seventh inning. inning. <laughs> I can't get you one. I looked that one. up to see if it was true. Oh, is it true? <laughs> No. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So a lot of places were still still keep doing. If you wanted a hot dog, lads, at the uh, at, at, at the the ball game, uh, three dollars at Yankee Stadium, uh, boo, uh, seven dollars twenty five at the Washington Nationals National Park, Jesus, and six dollars seventy five at AT and T Park, which is home of San Francisco. Dear, dear, dear for um. Guts they, in bread, isn't it? Just basically. They better be playing some uh, baseball at IKEA because it's only fifty p for a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah, talking. The last, one I went, the last one I went to at sporting event was um, cage fighting in London. 
Yeah, it was okay. uh, the O2. There's like a little arena off the side of it. Was it round the back and... of the O2? Is that what it... <laughs> they just put a couple of blokes in a cage in an alley? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's the uh, the Indigo. That was it. It's a little okay. venue on the side of it. I've seen uh, Kevin Smith do his uh, spoken word tour oh, there wow. a few years back. Yeah, I would have loved that. It's terrible acoustics in there. So him, it was okay. quite bad. For the cage fighting, it was quite good. But the, the, for one beer, was £8.50 for a pint of beer. Fucking hell. hell. Bet yeah. it was Red Stripe as well. No, you'd be lucky if it was Red Stripe. It'd be like two Borg or something, oh, wouldn't it? Oh, fucking hates Red Stripe, man. Oh, I love Red Stripe. No, it's not oh, a gig. Mate. It's not a gig unless it's Red Stripe. We it's Heineken. But... Uh, oh, right. Okay, that's, that's a decent bit. We went to, hmm. we went to New Order uh, a couple of months ago in Manchester, in Heaton Park. And the only beer... I mean, I was driving, so I didn't have a beer anyway. But the only beer on offer was I think seven quid a pint and it was pints of uh Carlsberg. It was a pint mm. can of Carlsberg. They put they basically emptied a pint can into a plastic glass and, and sent you on your way for seven quid. Because you're a fucking Ca- Carlsberg don't do gigs, but if they did, <laughs> yeah, they charge yeah. you the fucking earth. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so De- De- Denslow buys the farm, as is the line. Um and the, the, they're interviewing. Uh, they're interviewing Cooper uh, uh, at the end in in the thing. And it's a thing in 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 America. They're always wearing these like hats and and t shirts and things that say winner, Super Bowl winner, and all these kind of things. But what they've done in this movie is they've given them their branded gear, but it says loser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought was that. great. This is a good time with that. Um, uh, and the guy's interviewing him, and he says, "You know, he, he, he says, how are you doing?'" He says, "Yeah, I don't think I should be on on, on my own tonight." <laughs> um, <laughs> and the guy, the guy turns away from him, and he just says, "It seems to be really raining shit on Joe Cooper tonight." <laughs> that was great. Um, they're in the car park, and he is um, so Yasmin Bleeth. I haven't thought about Yasmin Bleeth for, for fucking past. decades, right? Mm-hmm. She's had some. She's had some issues. That girl. She's had some. Uh, yeah. Some problems because she can't just run around in a red swimsuit all the time. Yeah, those days are gone. Yeah. She won Celebrity Jeopardy, by the way. What? Ten ten thousand dollars to um, ten thousand dollars to breast cancer charity. That's decent. Yeah. yeah. After I was going to say she um, like posed for Playboy because that's in my head was like everyone from Baywatch has done Playboy, but she's mm-hmm. never done it. No matter how oh, hard right. I looked, okay. I could not find her naked. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet you did. <laughs> Sorry. It's funny because I didn't struggle to find Playmate of the Year, Victoria Silstead. <laughs> yeah. And, and Jenny McCarthy, obviously. Yeah, Both absolutely. Playmate of the Year. Yeah. yeah. Um, certainly better than seeing her cousin, uh, who is, uh, which I discovered. I had absolutely no idea. Her cousin is uh, the actor uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. I had no idea. Yeah. I had absolutely no idea. I just I didn't that. know she married Donnie Wahlberg as well. That was a new one. Yeah, yeah, and she's a fucking anti-vaxxer, so fuck her. <laughs> so yeah, I would rather see Melissa McCarthy than Jenny McCarthy these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd rather see Donnie Wahlberg. He's not the he's not the one that hates uh, Asian people. That's his brother, right? <laughs> His, his brother's the yeah. one. That, his brother's the one that battered an Asian guy because of Vietnam or something. Oh, fucking no, Jeez, what an arsehole. Mm. 
people are still paying money to see Marky Mark films. <laughs> what the fuck? Marky Mark, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sure that's... We just keep referencing the same fucking things in Series 2. <laughs> Very much like <laughs> Series 1. Um, so, uh, Jasmine Bleeth works for this Dream Come True Foundation, right? Yep. Now, the Dream Come True Foundation isn't a real... Um, thing, but the Make-A-Wish Foundation is created in 1980. They do what it says on the tin. And the celebrity that made the most wishes come true. Are there any guesses as Johnny to who Depp. that might be? Jesus! Well, <laughs> he's certainly made some nightmares come true, Johnny Depp. Oh, I know who this is. How this do you is, know who uh, You can't see me, John Cena. You, you can't see him, but you can still see him do 650 of yeah. uh, making Jesus. wishes come true. What okay. wishes is John Cena making come true? I'm just meeting him. I mean, he's uh, he's like a superhero, really, to the kids. So. Yeah, he's, he looks like a thumb. No, it does well. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a thumb. But I know I've seen I've seen him wrestle. I won some, when I used to work for Sky. I won some tickets for one of the the um, the WWF wrestling WWF Christ WWE wrestling <laughs> um, things, and I'm not into WWE at all. I went to see it with, with with my ex. She actually won the tickets at work, and we went to see it. Do you know what? I had a fantastic time. You know, it was all done on the TV. It was in Glasgow, John, at the um, at the ice hockey, uh, the, oh, uh, the yeah. Bread Arena. Um, yeah, and mm-hmm. we, had, we had a fantastic time. And it's I would rather go and watch. And I'm not massively into it, but I do like a smaller wrestling show, which obviously Dean will appreciate. Um, but we had, a, we had a great time, and, and I kind of got back on WWE for maybe six months till I realised it was just all fucking putting money in the pockets of the worst human being alive. Not Donald Trump, but one of his big supporters. Um, yeah. I mean, people look at John Cena as he's like a big superhero and people look up to him. You ought to think years ago, people were looking up to Hulk Hogan. Mm. Yeah. The same yeah. sort of yeah. thing, a superhero. Look at that guy. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Hulk, Hulk, Hogan I learned, Hulk Hogan I learned the other day is, is a revisionist of history. He came out the other day to say that um, uh, Andre the Giant died two weeks after he powerbombed him. Well, first of all, I don't think Hulk Hogan ever powerbombed Andre the Giant. Two, I think they fought in like WrestleMania 2, right? Which is something like seven years before Andre the Giant died. WrestleMania 3, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I mean, revisionist. WrestleMania 3, yeah, that was like a couple of years. I mean, he died in 92, so WrestleMania 3. Subtract the one. I can't remember. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. That's Hulk Hogan's right. a massive racist. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah, yeah. There he you loves, go. He loves subtract the one. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he loves he loves pork <laughs> products. Um, too much pork. Too much pork. Uh, if you've not seen that video, Google that. That's that's some shit. I'll tell you. Um, right. Okay. So, <laughs> contract. <laughs> yes. So. He's signing autographs for them. Rima arrives and says, and says, oh, no, I, I I love kids, yeah. And he says, hey, kid, heads up, throws a ball at him, hits him directly in the face and knocks him out. Travis is blind. <laughs> oh, well, explains why he wasn't very good with his hands. <laughs> now, this news report, and I think I probably mentioned this during the... Escape from New York episode. In fact, I know for a fact I did because I wouldn't miss the opportunity. The guy's talking about Denslow. Um, he says, it appears time finally ran out for the old cocksucker, which I say <laughs> yeah, a lot did. of the time, a lot of the time <laughs> when somebody dies, especially for somebody I don't like, I say a lot of the time. Um, that bit of audio for that sounds so odd because it's obviously ADR. Yes. 
when he actually said, I've no idea why though. And if you try and look it up online, if there's like any reason for it, no. uh, you, you sort of Google old cocksucker. It's um, worrying. <laughs> I bet you didn't find you has been bleeped on that one. <laughs> but yeah, on this news report, you got the uh, riots uh, when they celebrating winning the game. Uh, can you tell me which sporting event in 1909 is the first uh, modern day riot after a sporting event? Which two teams were involved with it? There you go. I'll give you a bit of a clue. Which two teams involved in the first ever sports riot? Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers and. <laughs> I don't know, fucking, yeah, Oldertonians. <laughs> Rangers and Celtic. Spot on. All right, John, Ten you got points. your point. Well done, that man. Great. Of course it fucking was. Fucking head TV, didn't it? Yeah. The, 1909 uh, Scottish Cup final, Celtic and Rangers went to a two-all draw. Instead of going to extra time, the crowd invaded the pitch and the match was called off with 100 people injured. Wow. <laughs> Spousal abuse was up 300% that day, as always with a fucking old firm game. That's what gives the bloody uh, the restaurant to run out of pies. <laughs> the other line that he says is um, uh, Theodore Denslow, dead at 82. His hairpiece was 24. <laughs> it's, a great line. Uh, <laughs> it's a super line. Really good. Um, uh, he's, now, He's got this video will, which is really weird. So what I discovered from this was Denslow was an actor. Like he was a like a, a Western movie actor, right? Because he's talking throughout about um um about and these are the chaps that I wore on Rootin' Tootin' something. Oh god, so he did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and he says, and here's the poncho that saved me from the rain in such and such. It's all kind of going on in the background while everyone else is having a conversation. And because I'd watched it twice already, I was kind of like, what the fuck is Denslow saying in this scene? I don't know. Nothing, nothing. Uh, Yvette and Baxter are sat together. He's commiserating her. We all know she's going to be given the team. There's this, there's this niece gets given a plate commemorating the Pope's visit to Dodger Stadium. <laughs> and I was like, surely that never happened. Apparently, the Pope visit Dodger Stadium in 1987. Our old friend Pope JP Doss, of course. Uh, so films don't always lie to us. It's the largest crowd in stadium history at 63,000. And at the, at the time, at least, now it's 115,301 for a preseason friendly between the Red Sox and the Dodgers. A fucking preseason friendly. Uh, he leaves the team to Coop, but only if they win the Denslow Cup this year. And then if they don't, Yvette will get the team. Yvette, of course, is is, is Jenny McCarthy, as we've semi-discussed. Um, now, Coop, I'd like to talk to you alone. And nobody leaves the room. Like, he gives them, like, seconds. Nobody Sorry. leaves the room. They all carry on. <laughs> you remember that time you had crabs and the only thing that would help was that lotion? <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, he says, Well, I found another thing for it. And he's rubbing it into his body and singing, I'm too sexy, which, I mean, I would like to say really dates the film, but that song's like seven years old at this point. Yeah. 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 I'm too sexy by right, um, said Fred. Oh, sorry. Have you got I'm too sexy by right, said Fred? See? No. No, I've just got fuck this guy. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, 
1991 debut record. Uh, number one in Australia, Austria, New Zealand, Holland, Canada, the US, and second in the UK. Probably behind Joe Dolce's shit up of your face, because that's always like number one <laughs> over other things, isn't it? <laughs> I don't oh, know. yeah. yeah. Number one over Vienna. Vienna, correct. Like that's the one. Originally. Yeah. Hi-o, Vienna. Uh, <laughs> um, it is uh, platinum in Australia and the US. Who the fuck's buying that, even in 91? A load of old shit. Physical media. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Woolworths existed at the time, so why not? <laughs> mm. um, oh, Jenna, Jenna gets season tickets for the kids, which seems like a really, like, surely he could just do that even if he wasn't dead? You know, no. why Why would he have to gift those in his will? And then that's only for like this season. I don't know. There was just something about that just didn't didn't really make a lot of sense to me anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a bit. He's like a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. He could have given it a lot more money. Absolutely. Uh, or just created a box for the kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, Baxter talking to Yvette, you know, look, this isn't necessarily over for you. Maybe come over at some point and we can... Lay some carpets. I hadn't mentioned that it's it's uh, Robert Vaughan. Robert yeah. Vaughan is another one of these actors who seems to be very game for all this kind of stuff. Like he, like Borgnine, he's in on it, isn't he? He under one hundred percent is in on the fun that this is. And, and later on, we'll get to another Zucker's kind of. I won't say he's Zucker's in everything, singers. but uh, you know, he uh, there's there's another um, great actor, really good proper actor. Who just gets yeah. with Robert Vaughan? He's like um, not known for comedy work. No. The year before, he starred in Joe's Apartment, though. Is that the, is, um, the Cockroaches movie? The MTV one. Cockroaches yep. movie. Seeing Cockroach oh, movie, yeah. Jesus, the first ever movie produced by MTV. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he played a senator in it who had a thing for ladies' undergarments. So he played completely straight, and at the end of the scene, he just sort of pull up his sleeve a little bit, and there's a lot of women's underwear <laughs> under his arm. Classic. I haven't seen that since I rented it on VHS. I used to own it on is it is that worth going back to? Do you think? <laughs> I we watched it a couple of years back on one of our old podcasts, and it is definitely it still holds up as it. I mean the the CGI is done by the same people and the same tools that made Jurassic Park. So oh, right. well, oh, it still holds up. It then. Really holds up. Yeah, I mean Robert Vaughn. He's uh, known as being the gunman lead in Magnificent mm-hmm. Seven. Yeah, nineteen sixty. Twenty years later, he actually reprised the role in 1980s low-budget Robert Corman sci-fi flick, which is essentially a remake of the film called Battle Beyond yeah, the Stars. that's right. Playing exactly the same character. Mm. So that's a great film. Saturday afternoon film. It's a me. lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. All-star cast of George Peppard, John Saxon, Sybil Danning. John Sa- John Saxon's one of these guys. R.I.P., by the way. I think he only died a couple of years ago. John Saxon's one of these guys who he, he turns up in any old shit but he's always reliable. He is always <laughs> yeah. reliable. In fact, I'd forgotten he was in that first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street film until recently. And we watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street film, which is still pretty damn scary. Or not scary. Well, he's in the um, new Nightmare as well, isn't he? He is. Yeah, in the, yeah he is in the new Nightmare. Yeah. Great, uh, okay, so- yeah, great reliable character actor. We love a character actor, don't we, yeah. John? Well, yeah. yeah so yeah. Robert Vaughan. When did he die? Oh, fucking hell. Are you at that time? Um, only <laughs> semi-recently. 2015. Yeah. No. Close. John. John, you going to have a pop? Oh, hang on. I was watching Hustle. I liked him in that Hustle as well. Oh, but... I liked Hustle as well. I'd forgotten about oh, that. Fuck. Yeah. Uh... I'd like BBC's Ocean's Eleven, wouldn't it? <laughs> 2016. 10 points. Hey! Yeah, hey! Your boy, man. Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and how did he die? Um, Ooh, um, oh man, I hope he was shot by a gunman. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, I assume he had renal failure. Um, try to think of a Napoleon solo joke, but I can't think of it. Heart attack. <laughs> nope, it was leukemia. Oh shit, that's oh, not funny. Yeah, I'm, oh. glad I I'm glad I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, fantastic work, though. I, I I love the fact that we're having our own little game of uh, Are You <laughs> a Dead, of, which uh, I absolutely a Podcast within a podcast I within a podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, Willie, is, is, the, is, the, is the top ever going to stop spinning? Uh, he says <laughs> exactly. an hour and 30 oh. of the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Only Meggle Kane walks in. <laughs> <laughs> I won't bury another Batman. I don't know. So the next scene... <laughs> Yvette is using this device on some carpet, and that's the joke, you know, that she honest that he honestly does want her to uh, uh, lay some carpet. <laughs> yeah. Now this this device is an extendable knee kicker. Uh, B and Q in Carlisle have got a Magnuson one in stock today, twenty sheets. So uh, tomorrow morning, if I we haven't even got any fucking carpet downstairs, it's all it's all uh, hardwood <laughs> floors. But twenty sheets if I wanted one. So. Uh, that's that's something I did learn, I, and she she's done that, and and they're talking about an opportunity for her to get the uh, to get the team, and he says, uh, "That's great." Now my lobby could use a good buffing, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's a sex <laughs> thing, it's a sex thing." And the next scene, she's in these heels and this tiny little dress, losing control of this buffing machine, which is fantastic. <laughs> Uh, if you want, my first job was actually using one of those things. Oh, have you? Right, okay. Yeah, it was my first job. I actually did it the morning after uh, I popped my shoulder joint out, so I was doing it with one arm. Well, we oh, know that story. To the left, it pushed to the left as well, didn't it? You'd been dying if, it's, if you had a pop shoulder. I used to use your hips on it. You sort of rest on your hips. So oh, I was I was tiny wee when I used one in a bank, so I had it way up to over my head. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. If you wanted to hire one, John, uh, the best price I could find uh, online was at hire.co.uk, and you can get one in Glasgow today uh, for £27, 26 pence per day, including VAT. Man. There you go. So if you wanted there's, a, to, there's enough buffers in Glasgow, I, I tell you, man. If you wanted to buff Kirsty's <laughs> lobby, I don't really know. In fact, I feel a bit sick just thinking about it. Stop it. It's uh, unacceptable. Oh, hang on, you're buffering. <laughs> Jesus, Dad. Um, they're playing Miami, right? And Coop psychs this guy out with a bag of fat, which is meant to have been <laughs> taken out of Marlon Brando's ass. Oh, God, it's horrible. Uh, Jesus Christ. You're not going to ask us when Marlon Brando died, are you, Dean? Thank no. fuck for that. It was 2004. He was still alive during this. <laughs> I didn't want to miss my chance of getting 10 points. <laughs> uh, yeah, he died in 2004. Um, so he was still alive. So Marlon Brando might have been aware of this slight. In fact, I hope he was, because fuck that guy, you know? <laughs> fuck that guy. And he's fast. In fact, uh, we need you to uh, we need you to fly this um this huge container of Big Macs to Marlon Brando's Island is a good Simpsons reference. <laughs> um, it, he's got the straw and everything. He's got. It's really salty. 
this is mm. the this is the got milk psych out, uh, John, which you mentioned was your favourite. Um, Bax. Yeah, that was the advertising campaign by the California Milk Processing. Board. All right, okay. Been running since 1993 to present, so still going. Been fronted by hundreds of celebrities over the years. Pretty much, you can name one, and they've ever done a actual advert for it, or they parodied it. And in 1996, before baseball, one of the celebrities that was used for to promote it was Yasmin Bleef. Oh wow! What? What did she do that? Oh no, because there's no pictures of her naked, so it's kind of been... no. She's been like a white body thing. I've saved that to my phone <laughs> <laughs> for future reference. Yeah, yeah. retro wax. <laughs> <laughs> Baxter meets with Cooper afterwards. He says, "Look, you know, we've got an owners' group, and this is, you know, this is this is what we're doing. Our owners' group uh, ensures that we're um, that we can make the changes, but it needs to be unanimous." And Cooper says, "Just speak to one of the other owners if you want the unanimous vote." Which is going to look brilliant, and I think that's probably the first kind of, uh, <laughs> of Baxter's kind of really fucking with his chi. <laughs> I loved it. Um, they're, they're on the road again. They're at the San Francisco ferries. The joke is that they're all gay. <laughs> Isn't gay men funny? Because it's the nineties. Um, he gets yeah, that was a rough watch. Yeah, yeah this this, like... this is the toughest bit. I thought he, he gets flagged for a gay joke. Um, so he said the, the joke is, and again, I'm only reiterating this not because it's funny, but I'm reiterating this because I've got a fact related to it. The joke is, he puts this really bad Australian accent on, hey, how do you speak uh, San Francisco? And he pulls the, the squeaky pants down, show, squeaks pants down, shows him his, his bum. He's like, vagina or whatever. And he gives him a flag because it's unacceptable. Um, and it is unacceptable. Absolutely, you should be flagged. No, it's not a gay joke. It's an Australian joke. So, turns out, that that is a reference to a Foster's advert, Foster's beer advert uh, in uh, America in the 90s. Um, and, and the joke is Foster's Australian for beer, which is not, I can assure you, having been to Australia, they don't drink it. Of course they don't fucking drink it. Shite. It's our version of Coors. Well, that's Carlin. <laughs> Everybody's version of Coors. Fucking rotten. <laughs> And it's all made in Burton. Burton on Trent's not even fucking made in Australia. And one bit here, you got uh, Miami's got male cheerleaders instead of female. So it's sexualizing the yes. men. Yes. Um, uh, male cheerleaders, fixturing college teams and exhibition events. Uh, but on the big stage, it's usually an all woman gig. In 2019, there was actually a male cheerleader at the Super Bowl. Oh, right. Okay. Was he, was he left uh, shark? Was him? Was it that, that guy that became a meme? <laughs> no, no it's, it's kind of weird because he's just one guy in a, a crowd of women. Okay. It looks kind of odd, but it's it's progression. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're getting yeah, there, boys. Um, we're getting there. We're almost crushing those women from all those, you know, those. <laughs> in fact, I'm turning into fucking Reddit. <laughs> Quick, let's crush all the women. Let's destroy all the women so that we can. Well, they had a thing in mixed martial arts recently, didn't they, with the ring girls mm. and saying that's like sexist and outdated and they should get rid of them. Uh, but there's an all women's mixed martial arts company, so it's all women fighting, and they've actually got a male. Ring guy now. All oh, right, no, that's good. Cool. Yeah, yes, yeah. give them, give them what they want. Get your tits out for the lassies. Get your tits out for the lassies or something. Got milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they go to San Antonio, which the, the line is three, two, one. What do we say? 
Fuck the fuck Mexicans. Fuck the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's going to say it first. <laughs> uh, San, San Antonio is the seventh most populous city in the US. Uh, I don't know. Listeners are all people in the seventh most populous city in the US. Racist. Of course, the, the reason that those guys want to say fuck the Mexicans, of course, is the Alamo. Because, you know, it was only like 200 years ago or whatever. Fucking no. 146 years All right, ago. fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah. That was on uh, February 23rd, 1836. And almost to the day, 146 years later. Sorry, 146, 146 years later was when Ozzy Osbourne pissed on it. <laughs> Good man. Fantastic. <laughs> so it was 146, 186 years All ago. All right. There you go. Great. Superb. Uh, but my question to you is, Dean. Do, do, do you know when they had to uh, uh, when they when they had to break into that uh, sweet shop to get all the uh, brown M Ms for uh, Ozzy or he wouldn't go on uh, and, <laughs> and beat the uh, beat the the sweet shop owner and his son to death with their own shoes? <laughs> but the tiger was another story. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking reference. A Wayne's World reference. <laughs> really, yeah. Wayne's World I actually had a Wayne's World one earlier where it was like Milwaukee. So it's actually known Milwaukee, yeah, which John, like it, I'm surprised John didn't do the Milwaukee <laughs> thing because he Milo usually Wake. does when we mention it. <laughs> it means the good land. <laughs> or Wales vagina, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Who's still oh. listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> You can fix it in post. <laughs> There's no post. Well, I've got a fact about American Indians just while we're on that. And it ties into every, well, baseball in general. So, got a fact is, uh, American Indians were probably the first people to smoke, chew and sniff tobacco in the early 1400s. Mm-hmm. Chewing tobacco was banned in baseball on the 5th of December 2016. Baseball spitting goes back to the 1800s. And players chewed tobacco, it built saliva so they could use it to moisten their mitts because they were getting really dusty and dry. So that's why they had chewing tobacco. That, John, you you have hit it out of the park to use a baseball. But I didn't know that because I, I, I used to see them, I used to watch it and you just have tobacco and I thought it was really disgusting, but apparently it was used as a lubricant for their mitt. I mean, it is fucking disgusting. It's oh, it's disgusting, it's yeah. <laughs> just have a tab if you want one. <laughs> no, just, no. Do, do you just get some Dove on there. <laughs> oil, oil of Yuli, not oil of Oli. Oil of Oli. <laughs> oil of Oli. Yeah. Well, the pitchers have used it as well for like, the, the fastball and the spin ball because there's a thing in a major league where you have one of the pitchers, not Charlie Sheen, the other guy, and he's like about how he has Vaseline on, on certain parts mm-hmm. of his body. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is like you have certain liquids and it makes the ball have an extra spin on yeah. it and it's a bad yeah, yeah. practice there's yeah. another movie i haven't thought about in decades now i'm got to go back and visit all the revisit all this shit <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> don't don't mention the fucking cornfields and the the man in the cornfields i don't want to watch that again um well, okay. so now's my favorite one uh cutting the finger off uh, there's blood everywhere. Um, they're at the hospital. Jenna's reading to Joey from this book that she shouldn't be reading to him from. Did anybody <laughs> yeah. catch what the book was? Uh, women who run with the yes. wolves. Myths and stories of the wild women archetype. It's a book by Clarissa Encola Estes. She is a famous feminist. And it's basically a story of, or a number of separate stories 
based upon fairy tales or, or, or tales, fireside tales that are passed down through generations. Mm. Basically, about women women getting what they uh, what they should be getting. Good, good for you, girls. Mm. So, little Joey as uh, a Trevor Einhorn. Okay. Anyone recognise where he's from? Uh, when or... you mentioned Trevor Einhorn, all, all, all I could think was he's he's not in that he's not in that really that bit that should be cancelled bit of uh, uh, Ace Ventura. He's in Tuna. That's what I thought <laughs> yeah. it was real. Cancel Einhorn. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Miami Dolphins fan Josh. Hey Josh. <laughs> uh, is he? Uh, he... Oh, no, he's no. I thought he was an elf, but he's no. He's just... No, it's not no I don't know. He played Frederick Crane in the last nine seasons of Frasier. Get Frasier out. What? Wow. He at least once a season. I think he's actually in Mad Men as well. I've never actually watched it, but he's like in two years of Mad Men. Mate, All right, man. okay. Yeah. You um, yeah. If if you if you're into any of that kind of prestige drama stuff, you should give Mad Men a watch. Dean, if if you've even a slight interest, give the first season a watch. I think it's probably like ten ten episodes, maybe twelve episodes. Give a few episodes a watch. Yeah. It's it it's. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I like it. And John Hamm. I I watched John Hamm fucking with his shirt. Would you watch John John Hamm fucking? Right, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, John Hamm with his shirt off plate of fence. He's a handsome, <laughs> handsome bastard. Uh, yeah. Anyway, by the by, um, yeah. So that uh, th- this this kid uh, is basically this kid's dying. Right. He needs a new liver. Does Joey. And he's bought him um, Lazy Boy to show him. We, we, I missed this earlier on. Lazy Boy is is the the ball that he made out of a, a Lazy Boy recliner um, at the start of the movie. For some reason, made it using a a, a blowtorch, which I thought was quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. like, what's, he, what's he been doing with the blowtorch? He needs to do that. Lazy Boy Inc. Uh, is an American furniture manufacturer based in Monroe, Michigan. Um, 1927, cousins Edward Kennebush and Edwin Shoemaker, <laughs> should have made fucking shoes, not seats, uh, partnered and invested in the furniture business in their town of Monroe. They set out to design a chair for which they called Nature's Way of Relaxing. And mm. almost 100 years later, here we are, lads. <laughs> Here's what we're <laughs> fucking doing. Yeah. The, 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 the kid says, oh, he says to the kid, look, you know, let's do something. What's your? La- we'll make your last dream come true. He says, how about big game hunting? Maybe kill a giant panda. <laughs> what about poisoning a reservoir? <laughs> I like the way this kid thinks. Um, he says, he says, uh, oh, no, he says, um, it's not, not, not really in, in keeping with, with what we do. And he says, um, how about uh, a date with Chelsea Clinton? And I was like, now that's Oof. of an age, you know. That's, yeah. but the line that got me the most was one of them says, "You'll have more luck with Bill," and I'm kind of like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> yes you fucking will. will," because Jeffrey will take you to fucking Pedo Island, son. There is no doubt about it. Hey, Jeffrey, <laughs> can you get me a ten-year-old boy that needs a replacement liver? I'll replace it with my dick. <laughs> no. No, is that not cool? Is that getting cut? Is that getting cut? Hang on a sec. That's free on the non. Yeah. Okay. You do know that's the clip, right? That's not getting cut. That's the fucking clip. Jesus Christ! Can we be joking? Jesus Christ! Should we be joking about stuff like that? Hang on. How come no one's listening? Oh yeah. I can, I can bring the mood up. Uh, essentially, uh, <laughs> about how 
It's about the guys on death row only get a meal, right? In terms of oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the tradition of giving death row meals started in Texas in 1924. This tradition lasted until until well, in that state at least, until 2011, when a scumbag white supremacist killer Lawrence Russell Brewer ordered the meal so big and expensive they banned the whole thing because he essentially ordered it and then didn't eat it. Oh, what prick! Uh, and he ordered two chicken fried steaks, a triple bacon cheeseburger, cheese omelet large bowl of fried okra, three fajitas, one pound of barbecue with half a loaf of white bread, a meat lover's pizza, three root beers, one pint of bluebell vanilla ice cream, and a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts. Yeah, but what did he order as his main? (laughs) (laughs) He's American. (laughs) (laughs) He's from Texas and he's a racist, so... Yeah, he could have had yeah. that. Absolutely, but yeah, they. Uh, I hope they. I hope they didn't. I hope they didn't wet the sponge on his head. You know, like in uh, the Green Mile. I hope they didn't wet the sponge. I hope it really fucking hurt. Bastard. <laughs> it says something when the rest of the death row inmates actually cheered when he got taken out. Oh right, nice. Okay. <laughs> Literally taken out. Mm. So the kid decides that he wants a day with the team, right? Uh, and and here's a montage to. Like, I love Scarpunk. I really do love Scarpunk. But Smashmouth can just get to fuck, right? <laughs> Smashmouth's Why Can't We Be Friends, which is basically an absolute upside down fucking ripoff of the great original war version. Yeah. Of uh, Smashmouth, a bit like a real big fish. Is there only one member of the band that's original now? It's, it's got to be the guy with the frosted After... tips and the glasses, right? <laughs> uh, no, it's a bassist. Paul Delisel. Okay. Um, recently, they had a, a gig at a beer and wine festival in New York, Shut where the lead singer uh, Steve Hartwell essentially got on stage, absolutely off his tits on whatever, beer and um, wine. slurred his way through the entire thing, uh, possibly through a Nazi salute. Fuck. And the footage was online. Uh, it looked dubious. Uh, no, that's know. why that, we can't got... be friends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But after the gig, it went online, went viral, and he actually retired. <laughs> retired! So, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> retired at 46. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those clips where you kind of look at it and go, ah, oh, this is really funny. And then you feel sorry for the guy because he just so obviously like has a problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, man, this is so oh, bad. Jesus. But yeah, um, originally by the band War, uh, September 16th, they played Ronnie Scott's legendary jazz club in London. Joining them on stage for his last ever performance was Jimi Hendrix. Oh, wow. Who actually died the day after. This was choking his own vomit while asleep. After taking 18 times the recommended dose of sleeping tablets. And a ham sandwich. Oh, no, hang on. That wasn't him, was it? That was Mama Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So last ever performance of Jimi Hendrix was with War in okay. London. Jesus. Fantastic. Uh, 1975, the original. Uh, it was uh, played in outer space when NASA beamed it to the linking of Soviet cosmonauts and US astronauts for the Apollo Soyuz test project the very same year. Sold a million in the States. The Smash Mouth cover, I believe, sold 10. Not 10 million, just 10. Um, it was their follow up to Walking on the Sun. If you remember that one, that was their, that was their, that wasn't their big one. It was their big one at the time, uh, before that fucking Shrek one. Um, and it reached number five in Spain, the Smash Mouth version. That was its mm-hmm. highest rating anywhere in the world. Number five in Sp- the fuck was going on in Spain no, no. in nineteen ninety six, ninety seven. What a sangria flying about and all that. 
At least it wasn't I'm too sexy. Yeah, well, on the bright side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so they they finish doing the the kind of the the montage. Uh, they're in this bar doing shots of tequila, doing tequila shooters, um, and watching Jerry uh, episodes. But they they have to leave. We've got to leave for the game. They're absolutely wrecked. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> a drunk Cooper agrees to hit three home runs, although it wasn't his own doing. He's like, "Oh, I could maybe hit a home run." And he's like, "You can hit a home run." Rima's like, "No, you you could hit two easy." In fact, no, two's nothing. You could hit three. I'm like, you fucking battering him. Um, we're going to ignore the bit about um, the little tiny character and he's uh, and, and he's loving this because I I wasn't behind that section. That little bit of a tiny storyline, uh, I was not up for. Basically, there's a um, there's there's a trans there's a yeah. trans character in it, and it's like, oh yeah, but it's a man. No, it's not a man. It's beautiful Adam's apple. Yeah. We're, oh we're, God, I thought we'll you were going to. I thought you were going to gloss over the bit where he says he smells like Christian Slater. <laughs> no, we're not going to gloss. No, that's that's good. No, that's that's really good. He's yeah, uh, what's up with what's up with Coop? I don't know. But he's one for eleven, and he smells like Christian Slater. <laughs> now, Christian Slater yeah, had um, a DUI, didn't he? Around about this yeah. time. Um, I got the whole thing here is um actually the ref that says that is actually Joey Diaz, like a well known. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in 1997, Christian Slater got high on heroin, cocaine, and tequila, repeatedly punched a woman, bit a man on his chest, and attacked the police officers that arrested him. Wow. He spent 100 days in a rehabilitation center, served three months in jail, and then three more months at a rehab center, and has been sober ever since. Yeah, it's exactly the same. He's been sober for 16 years, but apparently yeah. the girl was his girlfriend, Michelle Jonas. Oh, right. Okay. Mm, yeah. Uh, there's another reference to Robert Downey Jr. later on as well, <laughs> but he's been sober <laughs> since 2003. And that's the but we kids, all know about him. isn't it? Yeah, he smells like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, <laughs> he he serious. Like Robert Downey Jr. was um was it arrested for possession of heroin, cocaine, and marijuana, and an unloaded handgun while speeding down Sunset Boulevard. A month later, he broke into a neighbor's home and fell asleep on one of their beds. <laughs> Jesus. He was given three years probation and had to undergo compulsory court ordered drug tests. Mm-hmm. He missed one of those tests and had to spend six months in an LA County jail. Yeah. And in 1999, he again tested. Uh, he missed a test and despite filling his legal team with the same geniuses that got OJ Simpson murder <laughs> he was sentenced to three years in prison and he was never heard of again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's he's the fucking darling of superhero movies. Yeah, and, really. Is. And, and yeah. Lest lest we forget, maybe not the week to say, it, but lest we forget that he's a fucking asshole um, and not not that great an actor. That, that's not going to go down very well in podcast Twitter. But uh, <laughs> not that not that great an actor. Just, I don't care who knows. Just just you and Ridley Scott. Bashing the Marvel movies this month, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm. Uh, it's it's me. It's Ridley Scott. It's Martin, Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> look, God, come on, come on, come on, Martin. Me and Martin Scorsese are off to Alton Towers tomorrow. So uh, fuck uh, off. <laughs> Tom Hanks hasn't even been asked to day one, so he fucking hates him as well. <laughs> Tom Hanks isn't going to say yeah. He's too busy on Pedo he's Island, too, isn't he? He's too busy chasing Wilson. Wilson! <laughs> oh, that's the island he was on. Pedo Island all that time. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so, um, the kid has his op. Um, and this was another bit that was kind of a, 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 a... He hits two home runs, does Coop, but he misses the third one. And this is another yeah. thing that was a little bit kind of hit and miss for me was this slapstick kind of um, B 
bit out of American TV kind of Marx Brothers y bit, you know, like a cheap Marx Brothers y bit. They they go into the hospital and the ward nurse says, you know, they run into the, the bed where he was and he's not there. And they know why? Why? She's like, no, they moved him next door and they run next door and the door the says morgue. the morgue. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? And it's kind of, okay. And, you know, uh, uh, it's all right. And then they find him and he's, he's, they sit down on the on the tube that's giving him air. The tube's giving him, you know, and he, he starts to struggle. It's like, I'll get him a blanket. And he rips it. Anyway, and there's all this kind of carry on. Uh, then they pull out the plug of the the, the machine that's monitoring mm-hmm. his, his, uh, his vitals. Uh, and he's, give me those paddle things that George Clooney uses. <laughs> wow, that fucking dates this film, uh, doesn't it? Really that's an ER that. reference, for fuck's yeah, sake. right there. <laughs> I've got a feeling some of this is like the, the original script. They kind of didn't adjust it because this sounds like the later David Zucker this, movies, like Scary yeah, Movie. Yeah, this, yeah. This this has got Scary Movie three written all over it, and it yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's made by Chris Farley. They had to re- they rewrit the bits because obviously he died. Um, they had to he, they had to adjust it for. Him wait, too. Farley was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. So Resident Farley was meant yeah. to be Coop. Uh, he died in 1997, but um, apparently he was in line for it, but because he'd obviously passed away, they had to rewrite their parts. Fuck, I had no idea. Do you know, uh, Farley was also Shrek. In fact, Farley had recorded Aye. most mm. of the audio for Shrek yeah, yeah. before he died. Aye. Very then they record, different. Then they recorded a lot of the bloody stuff um, with Michael Myers, but then he wanted to change it to a Scottish accent, yeah. so they spent X amount of money trying to change it as well, so... Yeah. Bloody hell! That film was that production. That film went through hell and back. Yeah, yeah. And then they put fucking smash mouth smash on mouth. him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh. Well, you can link it back with the Scottish accent, and you got the Scottish accents in this with a doing Scotty from Star yeah. Trek, Highlander. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some of the worst accents in film. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but look, that's that's look, John. It's not a a, a slight on your national. Uh. <laughs> no, although I did like your dad, and um, so I married an axe mother. Of course so you did. We'll, we'll let him after that. Uh, you were, you... <laughs> the so they, they they basically cause havoc, and they cause all the lights to go out and all the electricity to go out. It's a it's a real fucking state, isn't it? Um, back at um the house, back at Coop's house. Um, he sat watching the Reggie Jackson <laughs> thing, and it's been taped over. Did anybody spot what it had been taped over with? Oh, was it? Oh, was it wrestling? No, it had been taped over with Roadkill Live Lost or something. Yeah, yeah. and it's basically a car just driving like through these puppets, running, <laughs> running over puppets, and all the way through, oh, oh, like the noise, the noise, oh, <laughs> like it's it's awful because they've taped over obviously one of the greatest things with one of the shittest things. Um, take the fucking tab out your videotape, mate. We all know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Take the tab Old out school. and make sure there's no sellotape in the house. Very simple. Um, she arrives uh, to to uh, to talk to uh, to Coop. <laughs> uh, Joey's fine. It turns out. Um, it, she says, "Why'd you do it?" And he says, "Oh, Reggie Jackson, Mister October." She mentions he's not a what the guy out the Chippendales calendar. Let's <laughs> 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 <was> go. <like>, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've got Chip and Dale facts. Oh, of course you. No, what? Unfortunately, me. of course you have. There's no, no doubt. Just a couple. It. Go on, handsome. Uh, 
Chippendale's first game on the scene in 1979, right. and the first Man in the Man calendar came out in 1981. That's all I got, and it's only because I heard I thought, you know what, we've never went over that subject, so I might as well get a, a couple of yeah. freebies, big man. Fantastic. Wait till Kirsty checks your fucking browsing history, mate, <laughs> and she sees you've been looking at fucking Chippendales. Uh, mate, don't wait, you guys been bleeped naked, though. <laughs> 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 but she's just dressed as a I'm milk a private bottle. browser all the time <laughs> <laughs> I don't go incognito <laughs> yeah um, so you mentioned here about like starring on, uh, featuring on a Wheaties box yes you know, sports stars on Wheaties boxes uh, the first one was Lou Gehrig in 1934 uh, before or after the disease well I was about to say he was so successful he got a disease named after him <laughs> <laughs> That's a ALS amotrophic lateral sclerosis. Yeah. It's not quite as catchy uh, as Lou Gehrig disease, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a ALS. It's actually the whole catalyst for the Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh yeah, so it was. The inter- a couple of years back, yeah. And in one of the rare instances of the internet actually doing good, it raised two hundred twenty million dollars worldwide and helped increase the research funding by one hundred eighty-seven percent. We've actually got like some breakthroughs in the uh, thing now. Fuck so, it right? That's something else. I'm not popular enough for anyone to nominate me to do it, so I'm I'm fine. Uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> the same. No one nominated me. So. It was summertime and I needed to cool down anyway, so I was happy to do it. <laughs> hey, John boy, cool off. <laughs> um, so they're about to snog. Snog. How fucking old am I? All right, welcome yeah. to the fucking 80s, boys. Um, you mean they're about to winch? They're about to winch. <laughs> yeah, they are indeed. Um, uh, Rima and, uh, and, and your man's comes in, screech, screech uh, and they screech. I keep wanting to call him Screech, and it's not fucking Screech, is it? It's squeak. Because Screech was that fucking Dustin Diamond <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you might have covered Dustin Diamond by now, but if not, that's the that's the next one. He only died I recently. I, 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 yeah, I completely forgot he died. Mm. I know we do occasionally modern people when they, there's a lot of people, a group of people die in a yeah. row. I'll do like a special on them, but no, I think he died in the period I wasn't doing that. Right. And, it couldn't be, and it couldn't be saved by the bell. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! <laughs> Dissin, boys, Dissin! No, no, no. Was he? <laughs> I don't know. The trumpet sound effect. <laughs> so, and, and this is the thing between, because uh, Rima's trying hard, like, like half trying hard to get hold of of Jenna, but 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 not really. And and Coop likes her, and he says, "Look, it's not my fault. I've got such a sweet ass." <laughs> Just go like, "Oh, that's, <laughs> I like that. That's kind of so innocent." Um, oh, Rima goes to uh, Rima goes to see uh, Robert Vaughan. Basically, he's waiting for him in this trophy room where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar works. Now, I love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and I I I, I don't I'm not a big basketball fan, but I watched a lot of highlights of um, basketball on on YouTube and and compilation videos of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's mm. one big motherfucker. And He's to think that you know, he spent all his time dragging Walton and Lemire up and down the court, you know, <laughs> can't work on his defense. <laughs> Which still, to this day, is the single funniest bit of airplane for me. I laugh. My shoulders shake laughing watching that specific bit. You do You're that, Kareem you? Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm Roger Murdoch. <laughs> it's, so, it's the greatest thing. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No lines or anything. Must have been in his 60s at the time. 
Well, he's a he's a massive um, massive yeah. rap fan. Yeah. I think he's friends with Master P. I think actually, which makes sense. But the guy's in his late seventies now and and showing no sign of fucking slowing up. Rachel tells me he's in a few episodes of Big Bang Theory, but I wouldn't watch it because I'm, I'm better than that. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. But Rachel Rachel says he's he's in a D and D group, which. I mean, come on, mate! How desperate for money are you? <laughs> you know, you learned all your money. You earned all your money in college. You know, you'd be fine. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, he, he's talking to him about this, about everything. He says, "Oh, I get whatever I want." So he's got this Siegfried and Roy lookalikes who look nothing like Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Right? They just look like men from Jersey in wigs. Is what they look like. If you want to learn a little bit more about Seafried and Roy, I, I didn't look into it because we covered it in depth in the Army of the Dead episode. And I'm going to do it again, cross-promotion for the um, Everything We Love for the Simpsons Viva Ned Flanders episode. So yeah. we've, we, we, cover it, we cover it again this week's episode. Um, great, great story, wasn't it, about the fucking killer tiger, John? If you remember that, when we talked with Dan yeah. about the killer tiger. Yeah. That was a lot of Brilliant. fun. Um, he asks Rima, can you break a 20? <laughs> Rima goes, what, dollars? <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, yeah, less than $20 in your pocket, driving an American car and living with and living with two other men in a small house. What would you call that? And he kind of goes, pretty gay. It's like, okay, well, that's not okay. Uh, But driving the American car is kind of like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of get that. Um, Do you think Shaq got rich playing in Orlando? (laughs) Where did he make his money? Well, playing in college. Everyone knows that. And it's another (laughs) bothering him kind of thing. It's my most used gif, that one. Oh, it's a great, yeah. I've, yeah, I've also, uh, (laughs) I've also used that a lot. Um, Josh Wilson, uh, and this is apropos of absolutely nothing. I was, I've guessed on Josh Wilson's podcast a fair bit, super familiar with the Wilsons. Uh, and they recently, we were talking about college football, um, American football, of course, but specifically, and, and again, not related to this, but I'd asked him about, um, I'd asked him about people earning money in college and how they can't earn money in college. And he says it's changed recently. Um, Supreme Court ruled that the NCAA was operating a, a new ally in a legal business model. Um, so now, if you're at college, you can um, earn money from likeness, autographs, and names, whereas previously you weren't able to. And that's very, very recent. So that Shaq obviously would earn a lot more money in college now than he didn't at the time. Good to know. Well, yeah, it's it's gun on the list. Thank you very much, yeah, Josh. Yeah. But again, not not related to nothing. I had that conversation before we even decided to do uh, this episode. <laughs> um, so he explains to Rima that um, Coop went against telling him about the change. No one's asked him or anything like that. So the next game that Roswell, which we've talked a little bit about Roswell in the past in a few episodes, um, and did you cover that it wasn't actually in Roswell? Oh, the no, so the UFO crash yeah, wasn't, actually it wasn't in Roswell. Roswell. Yeah, that's that. That is yeah. right. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think we did. In Corona, New Mexico, rather than Roswell. Sorry, in Corona, uh, New Mexico. Oh, yeah, that's Corona, where it New came Mexico. from. That's all coming it, together. Oh, new. Oh. Yeah, Roswell is popularised because it's the army base they took the wreckage to. 
So when they say Roswell incident, it's actually the Corona incident. But that different meaning. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. You can't say that. No, that's like saying dog in it. No, isn't it? You can't say dog in it. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> so they're all refusing to, to play because he's told them um, about it. Um, he agrees to um, give them access to uh, 20, 20, the first 20 hours of mental health care or psych- psychiatric treatment, which I thought was great, <laughs> like it should be. And I was kind of like, yeah, it fucking should be, if it isn't already. <laughs> We're lucky with that. Well, this is happening on anal probe night. It is well. happening on anal probe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is a, a good Cartman reference. These yeah, boys are obsessed uh, with it. Yeah, they become popularised after much documented case of Betty and Barney Hill. Okay. It's like the one of the most famous UFO cases. Also, although their recollection of it was more, people say it was influenced by the Outer Limits TV show called The Pro. <laughs> Funny that. Which was broadcast in 1965, which was about the same time Benny and Barney Hill actually went on TV and were doing uh, hypnosis sessions and saying about what happened. Right. So all of a bit anal probes come from that. May have come from a TV show. Okay. That's that's you're not too surprised, really, though, are you? Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, do, do you do you believe in extraterrestrial interference? That sounds hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dean, are you a big fan? I I think aliens is this. I don't think they come down to Earth at any point. I think they give us a wide berth. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, there's killing each other down there. Why would one of them want to stick something any anything up us really? Uh, true that. Um, There's not much you'd learn from that. No, I mean, surely they if they've got the if they can just come down here, they just scan it. You know, do the fucking scan thing and see you later. You know, mm. yeah, scan us, see half of some cities are doing anal probes every Friday night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you're alone, you're bored, you do have a cheeky bum wing. <laughs> yeah, they thought it was a Yasmin belief. <laughs> Last last week was posh wanks. This week's bum wanks. <laughs> what 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 even is happening here? Um, yeah, I, posh wanks when we have a condom. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Which Yay. yeah, you, you, they're, they're even posher when it uh, costs a lot of money to get your condom in Vegas. Apparently. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Kelly, for pointing that out to us. Fourteen dollars for everything. <laughs> Fourteen dollars. What a chip. Uh, yeah. Um, so there's the final game of the regular season. Squeak has to psych out this guy, Big Ed Tuttle. Now, I knew this actor, and I knew this actor from somewhere very specifically, this big Polynesian actor. He was mm-hmm. E. Honda in that Street Fighter film. So he was. Yeah, that's exactly who he was. He's he about was so as fucking as Japanese as me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And about as fat as me as well. So, you know, fair enough. Um, and I assumed uh, Japanese is- must have been... Any WWE That's, well, yeah, exactly. Kendo Nagasaki, yeah. I assumed he was. Um, I, I, I assumed he was a wrestler, but apparently not. Just some big actor. I mean, he may have wrestled under a different name, but yeah, just a uh, just just some big lad Polynesian actor. Uh, Squeak psychs him out um, by telling him he fucked his mum, his dead mum. Basically, is is the longest <laughs> that shot. That's funny. That's that kind of funny. Uh, here's Jenna crying. The foundation's had its funding cut. It turns out it's down to Baxter. Baxter had seen that them together, and this is his way of kind of getting in at Coop and the beers. Um, <laughs> the, the, as, the, as they're walking away, she she runs off because she does a lot of running off in these scenes. Like she turns up in a scene and leaves very fucking promptly. Turns up in a scene, <laughs> yeah. delivers a line, and leaves. She's she's, she's the fucking messenger in most of these scenes. Um, 
And and as they they as they're kind of walking back to the the locker room, uh, Baxter's there. He says, "I couldn't hear, but over here, your conversation throws this fucking radar gun <laughs> into the thing. And it's it's perfect because he's playing it so straight, as you say, Dean. He's playing mm. it brilliantly straight." Uh, oh, look, any listening devices? Oh, of course you fucking did. Of course I did. Uh, some of the devices, can you can actually listen to conversation from up to 100 yards away, while others, uh, they can listen up to a range of 300 yards. Oh, right, wow. 300, 300 yards is a long, long way away. Mm. Nearly half a mile, isn't it? To be fair. Right, so done. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my facts. Grand. Um, so the idea is for them to support the charity by having a beer's clothing line. And all I could think was, that's a great idea, selling those shirts, because I would fucking buy one of those, and I have been mean to look, but I'm always busy doing something else. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I will be able to find one of those on one of these you knockoff websites. Up, so and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get one. That's going to be my payday treat to myself, is a beer's base bullshit. Um, a base skit <laughs> bullshit, of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a beer's clothing line. I thought, yeah, that's a fucking great idea. Do that. But it's no, it's like a fucking... Like Victoria Beckham clothes, in it, you know, it's that kind of thing. Um, so bit of Scatman with John Scatman John, R.I.P. By the way, Scatman John. <laughs> that was a big thing, wasn't it? Like he had two number one singles. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Scatman's World was number one. I can't even remember that. I know, know the Scabbity. Yeah, the other one was calling out from Scatman's World. Do, 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 do. do you remember Man. that one? Oh, it was fucking awful. It was just as no. bad as the first one. Um, I mean, like, at the time, MT- our MTV, uh, I, I want my MTV, was Europe's MTV as well. So maybe it wasn't number one here, but it was fucking huge on MTV because obviously it would have been huge in Germany, where he's from, and Holland, probably, because those guys are fucking out of their tree all the time. Uh, <laughs> and very patriotic, as we learned last week. Yeah, they really are. Um, <laughs> So yeah, they're, they're, he's Rima's doing all these second things. He's, he's he's perfect for it, isn't he? He's got the, he's got like kind of the model body and the kind of like the 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 model face. He's not an attractive lad, um, <laughs> and uh, they can do that because it's for a charity. It's not against the it's not against the the, mm. the rules. Um, he doesn't agree. Coop doesn't agree to it, but Rima does. Um, and the montage kind of ends up with him being a bit of a dick, including his Dennis Rodman hair. <laughs> which I was kind of like, yeah. wow. Which, uh, made me think of the uh, uh, of the Chicago Bulls documentary. I still haven't finished. I really need to finish that because yeah. I'm told it's extremely good. There's a little clip before that with some guys in the crowd with some hot dogs popping out. That's a director cameo. There's David Zucker in there. Oh, really? All right. Okay. Mm. Oh, well spotted. I wouldn't be able to pick him out of a crowd well evidently i didn't no. <laughs> um so rima has this management lawyer and the line is you want to you what you want to act in a movie like some you want to be in a hollywood movie like some sort of sellout and there's this little pause and this little awkward look and it's not quite oh, a look to yeah. the camera okay <laughs> very good well done boys i like that uh, it's month nine of the playoffs after the regular season. So, does this does this like is this like a three year season? Is that how the the Denslow Cup works? And these guys are, are talking through all the fucking and the thing behind them looks like a fucking family tree, doesn't it? It's this it, it's it's got squiggles all over it. It's a right mess. Yeah. The Beers win. They're on the way to the final. Um, and after the game, Rima's in this jacuzzi with Victoria Silfstead, Playmate of the Year. 
Now, Victoria Silstead was Playmate of the Year in 1997. I, I am going to argue she's not that exciting, so I didn't look too much into it. Although the things I did look into made me very excited. So, you know, it is, <laughs> it is what it is. Apparently she used to be a, um, amateur, amateur skier. All right. And was at a point where she's going to go professional. But she had a shoulder injury when she was 16, which stopped her from competing. And eventually did beauty contests and Playboy and okay. wherever wow. she is now. The first thing I saw him was a film called Snow Day with Zach Galifianakis. And was it Jason London or something like his name is? Years ago. <laughs> it was one of those PG ones that you could watch in Blockbuster. So the kids are allowed to watch it. So, But she was in it. The only piece of excitement in that movie. Snow Day? Is that the kids get off school because it's... Is it Danny DeVito? No, it's... Make no snow day. It's a, a bunch of people. It's basically like the Butlins and bloody the Alps. I, for some reason, I thought you meant Ski School for a second there, which is a great 80s movie. And if if, if you've never seen Ski School, uh, listeners, and you're fans of shit 80s comedies, which have probably got lots of boobs in, Ski School. Ski school. Ski school. <laughs> the, um, Baxter shows them photos of the beer's clothing line being made by these underage kids in India. Um, he's not going to let them out in the open if they agree to miss the final. Jenna's seen the pictures too. She storms in. She storms out. And Coop and Rima fall yeah, out. They were them both naked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're both naked with these massive dicks. <laughs> like, you, you just... Apparently, this is Yasmin Bleef's first scene in the film. Yeah. So, the first thing she did was, like, walk in, they're naked. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And prosthetic That's, penises uh... in film. Imagine it. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> uh, there was a top 10 featured in Mary, Clary, Mary Claire magazine. So, this is for all the female listeners. You want to look out for these ones. Chris Hemsworth in Vacation, not his penis. Channing Tatum in The Van. Oh, that's yep. disappointing. Daniel Radcliffe in Swiss Army Man, where his penis was a compass and it would point in certain directions, so they had uh, motors in it. Oh, you can see his penis was a corkscrew, <laughs> like a pig's. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wahlberg in Boogie Nights, obviously. Uh, John yeah, Cena in Trainwreck. And Hodor in Game of Thrones, because apparently the book asked for a 16-inch penis. So it was a prosthetic. 16-inch penis? Mate, we all ask for a 16-inch penis. I know. Unfortunately. You don't, uh, you don't actually don't get, though. <laughs> I know. Shy bands and all that, as we would say in the north. <laughs> a place yeah, in Soho wow. where you can probably get a 16-inch penis if you want. <laughs> very nice, man. <laughs> <laughs> very, very nice. Man. Oh, man, that film was called Out Cold. It wasn't Bloody Snow Day. It okay. was called Out Cold. Okay. As we discussed last week, I'm not a big Zach... Galifianakis fan. I will not be looking it up. No, you've not even watched Between Two Ferns? The, yeah, I'm the aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I should broaden my horizons, but I'm too busy watching fucking basketball four times in a week. <laughs> so, <that's fun>. so <laughs> this is this is where it gets a little bit a little bit strange, a little bit a little bit fun. Um, Coop's driving home and tunes into the radio with this very specific song on the radio, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I, I I got a I got a bit of a kick out of because it's kind of like yeah and, and it starts off you know just generic and it's quite blatantly um, uh, Trey Parker singing it isn't it you know we we, uh-huh. we know him from, yeah. from from a lot of things uh, and and he's, it's, it's you know when things seem bad you know you, you you've got to work out and he's going yeah fantastic and and you know. Your girlfriend's upset and and you're being 
blackmailed by a rich guy. What? You know, uh, and if, yeah. And some part of some rich guy's evil. That's plan. right. Yeah. There's the crumbs on your lips. Yeah. And watch out. There's a truck merging lanes. And those those warts aren't going to go away from your dick unless you use a topical cream every day. And he turns yeah. around. I believe this was um, the band's. Trey Parker had with Matt Stone called DVDA. That's right, yeah. Had it for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do we know what uh, DVDA, DVDA stands for? Double vaginal double That's animal. right. From a very difficult <laughs> maneuver. As much. Well, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> had some DVDs back in the day. <laughs> he gets on a plane to Calcutta. Um, he finds these kids in this factory. And as he goes into the factory, he says, oh, no, you can't go in there without wearing a hard hat. And oh, the hard God. hat is a fucking plastic turban. And kind of, like, okay, yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. It's okay. It's, yeah, it's all right. Um, um, and it's these tiny little kids. Um, and uh, Meanwhile, in the TV in the States, unsolved mysteries. Robert Stack, right? Because we loved Robert Stack in Airplane. And I loved yeah. Robert Stack in Unsolved Mysteries. because. It's one of those things where it's kind of like every now and again it'd be like Bigfoot, but most of the time it was just some bloke who'd run off with the fucking company payroll. (laughs) (laughs) Occasionally it'd be D.B. Cooper. That was a great case. Which one was that? It's the guy who, I mean, he robbed a bank, had loads of money, um, took off in a plane and got a parachute out of the plane at some point. In the woods, and it was never seen again. Yeah, escaped with a couple of thousands. Yeah, no, it's a very strange story which has never been sort of solved. Okay, and that was on there once. Um, he wasn't actually the first host of the show, right? Uh, Raymond Burr was the first host. Oh, he did one of fantastic. He's great in Godzilla. Um, (laughs) (laughs) then Cole Marden did an episode or two. Okay, I know him. And Stack hosted from Stack hosted from 1988 to 2002. Right, okay. And the show helped solve 260 mysteries over the course of its initial run and also features the screen debut of Matthew McConaughey. All right, wow. all right, all right. What, what, as, <laughs> what, as a mystery, as Bigfoot? Um, he was playing a victim of a murder. <laughs> it's season five, episode 12. And the crime uh, features, uh, he was playing Larry Dickens. And the crime was actually solved because of the episode being brought Did they go, wow, it's fucking right, Matthew right, McConaughey. Right. Uh, (laughs) so robert stack when did he die fuck off uh um john's head by 10 points unsolved (laughs) (laughs) um 2002 2002 no ah son 2007 oh it's 2003 one year out and how did he die? Uh, did he jump out of a plane? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, give me another guess. Go on. It's a popular one. Oh, oh heart, heart attack. attack. <laughs> that's a popular Both one wrong. with. That's a popular one with uh, Billy Joel. A heart attack. Um, no. What was it? One more guess. Uh, cancer. Um, was it ass cancer? Philip, I've got ass cancer. John. Yep. If you can guess the specific cancer, you take the points. Oh, uh, bowel cancer, prostate cancer. Oh, go, not not the last, the front. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't the bum. It was got, the, the, got milk. That's what I keep thinking <laughs> of it. It's fucking road got, trip got, where he's milking got, me. Got milk prostate. <laughs> prostate. Previous episode, ladies and gentlemen. So, so, are you dead? Scores 
Ten oh, wow. Yay. Fantastic. Yeah, t- <laughs> how would you like that, Abby? Uh... <laughs> um, she's still got a fry. Yeah, of course she has. She's, yeah, she's, she's the, queen of the, the queen of the damned. Of course, she'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> the Robert Stack stuff is brilliant, right? Because he's playing it as if it was the, as if it was the TV show. Um, and, and, and he says, uh, scenario, <laughs> scenario one. So he says, um, they, they obviously interview people. And they, they interview Rima. He says, uh, oh, I don't know. I hope he's hanging hanging by his fucking neck in his... I hope he's hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. Scenario one, Coop's hanging by his fucking neck in his closet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way he says it. Brilliant. Um, the last last person that saw him was his, was his girlfriend. He says, oh, if you're looking for him... Um, if you look for Joe Cooper, the most uh, heinous, vile, horrible, and exploit ex- exploitation of children takes place. What's scenario two, Dean? He's gone to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> Which is brilliant. Got to remind everybody: don't feed the mouse. No, no, absolutely, one hundred percent. And and one day the lawyers are going to fuck up, and they're not. And, and there's the, Mickey Mouse is going to be a. a, a he's going to be free. He's going to be. Dean, you can make a fucking fortune drawing Mickey Mouse in 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 the next three or four years because they've got to argue it. They argue it every year in in court. They have to argue every year in court because I think it's is it the and I had this conversation with with, with my good friend Nigel. Hi Nigel. Recently, uh, is it is it the year the 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 age or the the lifetime of the creator plus sixty years? Does that sound right? Is your perpetual kind of I seventy years after the author's right, death. Okay, great. So, so they're arguing it every year or every couple of years. They kind of get the laws changed or they do whatever because they've they've got fucking bottomless pockets, haven't they? Deep deep pockets. Good mm. job. So yeah, so one day they're going to fuck that up. They're going to get it wrong, and the court's just going to go. Sorry, you don't own the rights to Mickey Mouse anymore, and. Well, who gives a fuck about Mickey Mouse anyway? I don't think people want. It's fucking twenty. I think they've got they've got all the Marvel people these these days, and that's all they're selling. Yeah, yeah like, Star Wars, Disney Plus Marvel. releases, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh god. Yeah. Uh, oh, not another fucking Groot. Meanwhile, my wife's going fucking Groot. There's a Groot thing. I'm so excited. Okay, love. Sorry. X-Men '97. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, fuck off. <laughs> Give us peace. Yeah, We've... It, it was shit. I don't care who knows it. Great theme tune. Shit car. Uh, that's going to lose me followers. <laughs> it's finals night. Coop is back, uh, but they're doing really poorly. They're seven down in the first innings, whatever the fuck that means. Um, and at the hospital, Jenna's turning off the game. She turns it off to put Sunsold Mysteries on. Update. <laughs> uh, he, he explains that Joe Cooper turns up, but gets adults making them. They've got full health care and everything. I wish I had a boyfriend like Joe Cooper to snuggle in the spoon position, to lay between my legs. It's brilliant. It's perfectly. It's It's absolutely. It's brilliant. Um, So they head off to the game. Right. The halftime show. Now, I get why this is here, but it isn't in keeping with any of the rest of the movie, in my opinion. It's this Malacca Lacca board of trust, right? <laughs> yeah. Caribbean, um, Caribbean Malacca Lacca board of trust, and the felons uh, are playing the awful Americans, <laughs> obviously, and the beers are playing the natives, 
um, who get all their land uh, and people stolen off them. Um, and and your man Squeak is playing their lucky pineapple, <laughs> whatever the fuck's going on. <laughs> um, he, uh, he basically they they have a fight over you know over it. They fucking carrying on the thing, and he's and and, and he's saying Squeak saying this big speech about getting together with friends, heart and soul of the game. You know, I didn't have anything until you guys. Um, and he gets fired across the stadium on this malacca lacquer board into the fireworks. There's loads of fireworks going off. Coop and Reema end up falling off the thing and making up. And I've got to give these guys credit. And I know they're I know they're good friends, right? And maybe maybe there's more. I don't know. But they go the whole fucking hog in this scene. Oh, and they, they there's tongues down throats in yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. These yeah, fucking I... lads. Well done. I, I mean, oh, was it really? That is so uh, fucking believable. It's brilliant. I mean, uh, they obviously, if look, if you believe in your art, you do it, and and that is why they're now being paid like what two million a fucking episode for South Park. Hmm. Two hmm. million an episode for South Park. They're not even fucking drawing it or cutting it together or whatever. <laughs> you know, they're just writing and oh. voicing it. Good lads. Mm. Uh uh, let's win ourselves a championship is the line. Um, Coop's got the final shot. He bounces Lazy Boy and it bursts. They take a timeout. He's struggling with all the other bur- with all the other balls because they're not the same. Um, the kids and Yasmin Bleeth turn up and they have got the um, they've got the ball that the kid had made out of a different type of lounger, like a Barca lounger or whatever. Not Barca lounger, isn't it? Yeah. Barca, is yeah. it Barca lounger? Yeah. Well, Baja, as, uh, I would assume it's. Baja. I'm assume it's got the the, uh, the the little umulet or whatever it is called underneath the sea. Um, he mm. turns up and he gives them. I made this ball, yeah, with the help of whatever. He takes the ball, he makes the shot, and it's over. Fantastic! They win the World Series of basketball. Who comes along to see them, John? Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Reggie Jackson. That's Reggie Jackson, John. You're right. Absolutely. Uh, Reg- do, do, do you know why I, I forgot? Because I'm actually looking at um, something about uh, Ty Cobb. Do you oh, the, Ty he, Cobb's he burnt... bat. I missed that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. He, he burnt Ty Cobb's bat. So I was looking up Ty Cobb. It's Tyrus Raymond Cobb, okay. nicknamed the Georgia Peach. And he was a Major League Baseball out, outfielder, uh, born in December 1886 and died in the 17th of July 'Cause I don't know why, but when I was watching this, like it obviously mentioned Ty Cobb a few times, but I thought they'd have brought him up in some because he's obviously a a, a, a baseball player, but now nah, it was just that bunt bat, that's all we've seen. Yeah. Which explains why he was so upset because he can't get another one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <okay. laughs> he his bat. Right. <laughs> I I don't know if this is because uh, Ty Cobb, I always thought he was like the big thing about him was very violent and he was a massive racist. Okay. And that possibly could have been it, but he's been exonerated recently. Right. Like a lot of reports come out saying, like, no, he wasn't. It was just people who didn't like him who made wrote these books about him, which vilified him, like to the point where it's like, oh, he's a massive racist. But apparently, he was like very supportive of uh, black people getting into sports because mm-hmm. it was at a time when obviously they had their yeah, own leagues yeah, and it was bringing it in. And he was actually supportive of it. And he said, like, Woody Mays is the only baseball player he'd ever go, he'd ever pay mm-hmm. to see. So he was very supportive of all. Right. So I think at the time, maybe he was still. Like it's the bad guy really appreciates the bad guy. Right. Sports. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh wow. Okay. That's a good way of looking at it. Possibly yeah. that. Will, yeah. Willie Mays is the is the goat by all accounts, isn't he? He's the he's he's mm. as, as the kids would say today. 
Um, what, Babe Ruth? Yeah, but just a fat cunt. They're kind of the some names, aren't they? Cunt, really. <laughs> some, some, some fat prick that played for the Yankees. Ah, uh, Jesus. Goodbye, listeners. So long. <laughs> if you made it this far. If you've got any at this point. <laughs> if you made it this far, you deserve to fucking shut it off. Um, uh, yeah, so he, he comes, he says, look, oh, I, I found some kid trying to leave with uh, what's left of Lazy Boy. Make sure you hold on to this. He says, I never got, uh, he says, I never got my third home run ball. Some punk kid took it. <laughs> he's going to, all right, okay, because he's the punk kid that took it. That's the, that's a joke. Uh, and as he's leaving, uh, he says, yeah, we should have a drink sometime. Yeah, but I've, I've got to go. Yeah, it's fine. And as he's leaving, he says, uh, oh, yeah, and Coop. And he goes, he turns around and goes, I didn't take your fucking ball. <laughs> He's kind of like, no, just good work. Oh, yeah, 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 thanks. <laughs> um, and, and that's it. And, and they, they, they kind of, they, they skate off. With the trophies fucking massive. It's like one that's of these. huge, isn't it? Like one of these ice hockey trophies. Is, that, is it a Stanley Cup? It looks Stanley like cup. The, the, the original cup at the beginning just stuck on a bigger cup, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. A cup on a cup. Yeah, a hat on a hat. Yeah, um, and and that's and that's the movie, and and you know that that and it's and it's sweet and it's funny and it's not without its bits that are a little bit out of date now. Um, mm. But yeah, I I had a great time, and Dean, I'm fucking delighted that you you bought this back to the uh, um, to, to, for <laughs> us to watch. To I really banks. am. Yeah, it's the second sports film. Listeners probably not as appreciative. No, but look, you know, we've 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 got a we've got some really really. Um, we've got some. We've got some fans who who absolutely love what we do, and we love them both. We really do. We, 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 we love all. We don't have a favourite. We don't have a no, favourite. We love all fucking three of you uh, <laughs> as much as the other one. Um, yeah. So uh, anything more? I'm pretty sure the two of you will have other things to add as I scroll through and look to see what I've missed. Oh, I've got the fans falling off the roof at the start. We're performing the Mexican Wave. Okay. It's called the Mexican Wave in Europe because it was popularized during the Mexico World Cup in 1986. It was actually invented in America in the 70s. And it was called the Wave out there, uh, created by a guy called Crazy George Henderson. <laughs> and if you want to get that right, it's Crazy with a K, not a C, because he's that crazy. Because he's crazy. <laughs> Let's see what else have I got? Uh, Bob Costas, one of the commentators. He's worked with NBC Sports for 40 years. And in that time, he's won 29 Emmy Awards for his um, work. He's done everything from baseball to NASCAR to ice hockey and horse racing. I'd say it's very fuck this guy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I have a lot of notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, tequila slammers. Um, the years I thought they were just tequila in a shop glass, mm. and you do it that way. But it's 50-50 tequila with a fizzy mixer like uh, 7-Up, oh. ginger ale, or Sprite. Oh, shit. I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, so years. have I. Yeah, so it's the salt. Then the slammer, and it's. I think you let it settle, mm-hmm. mix it, then you slam it, and the fizz starts fizzing up. Then you do the shot, then you do the lime. Um, you can actually do a, a champagne variation with tequila and champagne, and it's called a slammer royale <laughs> with cheese. With cheese, I knew you guys say that. <laughs> uh, the word dude appears in the film 98 times, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. 21 times in that one scene where they're just doing yeah. dude back and forth. And the only other thing I've got is the bit where he's got the tape recorder and he starts playing that story. Oh, the... Um, like an audio book. Yeah, the Horse Whisperer. And I... I Was it the Horse yeah. Whisperer? Is that the name of the, the, the thing? Because I was trying to find out where that come from. I could not find yeah, it. Yeah, it was from. the... Yeah, it was the Horse Whisperer, but I couldn't find who it was. 
Yeah, so I just ripped down the entire dialogue and put it into Google, could not find it. What? Jeez, that's commitment. <laughs> there were four of them in the corral. The once proud beast, <laughs> the broken girl, her mother, and the one they called the whisperer. The, whisperer. <laughs> the woman stared, hopefully, into the weathered cowboy's face and said, Can you help her? Lady, I repair cows, not people. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that is actually probably my best. Song. <laughs> <laughs> have you changed it? <laughs> yeah, I think that is all I've got. Okay. Really, right, John? Have you any more to add? So the only things I've got, as you mentioned earlier on, about the seventh inning, but apparently in baseball there is nine regulation innings. Mm-hmm. Bors International Airport, also known as Kolkata or Calcutta Airport, is spread over one thousand six hundred forty-one acres. Oh right, okay. That's it. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to have to top these up. It's going to take me a little while. While I'm doing so, uh, Dean, as the guest, you want to guess how many you think we got? <laughs> Ooh, um, I think we broke 100. Not sure by how many. Maybe 100 and... 118. Ooh, there you go. God, that's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> John? Oh, um, 125. Fucking hell, that would be a new record, John, if we got 125. I know. Well, it starts with a one. Yep. The next digit is a six, and then it's a one. You're kidding me, 161 on? things Jesus we learned from this piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, Dean, that wasn't a very nice thing to call you. Uh... <laughs> that was something I mean, that is That's more than, that's like 20 more. Uh, sorry, that's like 40 more than anything in the past. So right. it was well worth you spending six hours today <laughs> looking into this. Thank you very much for your yeah. effort. Um, if if you would like to uh, if you would like to learn more if you if you've got any fucking space in your brain, D- Dean's <laughs> podcast is what and where, mate. It is that Efking show, and you can find it at totalcultzone.com. Pretty much everything's on there. Where you can find us, our Patreon, which does have loads of bonus things on it. Uh, some of my artworks on it, and all the social medias for both my artwork stuff and the podcast. So totalcultzone.com, all you need, all your desires for the FGIN show. And your art is something else. It's... Well, no, I don't know. I think it ranges from uh, the weird to the gonzo to the, yeah, to the delightful. I, I, I'm, I'm well into it. I like what I see. Thank you. You know where you can get us, folks. You're probably already following us. But if you're not, uh, get us on the Twitters at 100ThingsPod. Get us everywhere else at 100ThingsFilm, including TikTok, Facebook. Facebook? That's the uh, South African version. Oh, that's a version. new one, isn't it? It's the South African Af- Be- Be- version. Hey, <laughs> hey, little sweetie man, get us at the Facebook. Get me on Facebook. Hey. Facebook. <laughs> Face space. Uh, and, uh, and, and all those places. Um, Please give a listen and a follow and a like to us as well as our sister podcast where myself and my uh, dear friend Tom talk about an episode of The Simpsons and everything we learned from it. Everything we learned from The Simpsons. We're on Twitter at everything Simpson singular pod. So everything Simpson pod. Uh, But please give that a listen, give it a rate and a review. Do all that shit for us as well. Or don't. 
whatever. <laughs> John, do you want to say goodbye to the lovely yeah. people that have grafted like bastards to get this far? Yeah, that, that's literally what I was going to say. Look, thanks, Dean, for picking that film. It was, it was <laughs> it brought it all back to me, and we got plenty of facts out of it. But guys, thank you so much for sticking with it. I know it's probably been our longest show, but it was totally worth it. Mm. Totally worth it. We're, so thank you so much. We're not going to have any more guests because of you, Dean, because you've ruined it for everybody else. <laughs> you broke us. We are not going to have guests us. for a long, they long seem time. They to do that uh, because <laughs> you have bought us such fun, yeah. such joy, such you... discussion of death. <laughs> That we will but you, you're like that prick that ordered that big massive last meal and ruined it for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> you big white supremacist Texan wanker. <laughs> yeah, thank you, oh, Dean, thank for joining you so us. It's been so much fun. <laughs> uh, laugh. Loved it it has been fun. John, it's always a pleasure with you. We'll be back next week talking about some shite, I'm sure, that we haven't decided yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for now, uh, he's been Dean, he's been John, I've been Mark, and we've been 161 fucking things we've learned from basketball. <laughs> See ya. See you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>